I mean, John Wayne Gacy was named after John Wayne. <laughs> even though he was a fat little fuck. Right? And his dad but, was eternally disappointed in him for being a fat little fuck. He named him after John Wayne to give him something to aspire to. And sadly, that was killing well, like 17 boys. Didn't it? Yeah. Well, he should have took notice from the song by Johnny Cash, A Boy Named Sue. Yeah. If you want your boy to grow up to be tough and strong, you give him a horrifically feminine name, which causes him a life of bullying and ridicule. Then he grows up to be tough. Yeah. You call him John Wayne and he murders 5,000 children or something, <laughs> whatever he did. Is he the clown one? Yeah, yeah, he uh, was the clown one. That's why you don't like clowns, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing, it's just, that is one element to stuff. But, but, you know, clowns are genuinely creepy. I don't like it when I can't see someone's... F- Someone's face. Burka's racist. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> at, least, at least I can see the eyes. Joking, at least you know, the eyes and the windows of the soul, you can fucking see something. See eyes. And their son yeah, says... Yeah, hidden behind a fucking makeup and a yeah. big red nose that's not natural. Burkus, what's the difference? No, it doesn't matter. There's nothing wrong with... Oh, no, I don't agree with Burkas because it's, it's oppression. There what, you go. What's scarier, Burkas or clowns? Oh, I'm not touching that one. <laughs> or a clown in a burger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess I imagine that big red nose. There's <laughs> a hole for the nose. A hole for the nose. But it's got the burger's got a sense. Stick it out. Stick it out the bottom. His burger's his big long clown finger. I'm telling you what, this is a film that needs to be written. Clown's Muslim clown's out of space. Bozo the burger clad and clown. Perfect. Perfect climate for it. What if these aliens visitors are in fact burka wearing clothes? <laughs> well, to be honest, I've always wanted to write a children's book, so maybe it could be a sort of inclusive, you know, one of those sort of books that teaches kids about racial inclusion. And, it, <laughs> and it's Bozo the burka wearing clown. Boom! Po- in a post Brexit world. <laughs> <laughs> so. Tell us how you get on with that, guys. <laughs> Well, I'd probably write it okay, but when it comes to getting it published... And, um, I think if you did manage to get it published, you'd have a fatwa declared against you. <laughs> <laughs> the entire Muslim world would say it's okay for you to be brutally murdered. And clowns. <laughs> and clowns would probably say so it's much, okay to kill me. I don't have so much of an issue with clowns Well, the clowns, have gone, the clowns no. have turned to Islam now. No, I mean, the, clowns, the clown brigade would want to kill me as well as the Muslims because I've sullied their precious... Clown, mate. They take that shit quite seriously. They do, they don't like it. Have you ever met an actual real-life clown that you didn't want to punch? Because it takes a very special sort of person to go to circus school. Should we start oh, the Christmas the episode? <laughs> we gonna, should we just keep that in? I think what? keep it, Mike, yeah. edit it as... Yeah, that was um, a rolling introduction, which I think is only fit because we're very festive. Because... Yeah. Well, no, we're not, actually, because wearing a Christmas jumper while recording is punishable by a savage beating... Which is why nobody wore one. But this is our Christmas special. So do you want to introduce the show, Ben? Let's say welcome to Cutting Through the Ball in the Post-Truth Apocalyptismus. Hey! <laughs> Apocalypsemus. I like what you did there. Discovery <laughs> 4 computers now have primary control of critical vehicle functions.
I'm Ben. I'm joined by Gaz. Hello. And Mike. Hello. Who's, you know we spoke with Mike being yeah. a, a, stu- a, 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 a shill for lilt. What are you drinking, Mike? <laughs> it's called Caribbean Twist. Is it alcoholic? It is alcoholic. It's an alcoholic lilt. <laughs> it was the cheapest alcohol per litre that was in there. So. Scott's yeah. back, mate. And I love that your science brain worked that out and did the equation. <laughs> Why am I getting per litre? That's it, man. And you worked out scientifically. I want to see Mike smashed on Scott's back for recording this. Yeah. I want to see Scott's Matt Duck Mike ranting about the government. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, and if listeners want to hear that too, Scott Smack is a very potent whiskey white wine combination available from. Most oh, <laughs> whiskey white wine combination, did oh, you yes. just say? Yes. It used to be two pound a litre. What? I'm more of a Tudor Rose fan. So. <laughs> Why does that exist? I don't know. Who put whiskey in white wine? Scottish people. Glasgow specifically, probably. <laughs> Well, um, there's a kind of lager there if you want, but help yourself. But I would like to just point out, before we get going, that usually as we record, I will help myself to a couple of beers and balance it out with a couple of Red Bulls and then some marijuana, allegedly. Um, Quotation marks around that. Yeah, but this week, for the first time, since setting up and starting the podcast, I'm not driving home, so I'm going to get drunk as we record. So um, I'm going to try and keep away from any anything too ranty um, or nonsensical, but I'm just just a pre-warning, just to let you know if you think gas sounds different this week. Help I yourself. I owe you a can. I just got. No, I you don't. I don't want to break recording. No, you don't. Help yourselves. Um, yeah. So if, if I sound different to you this week, it's 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 the alcohol, definitely. And um, and what's the plan? We've got. I suppose we're going to stick to our usual format and do some news stories. Yeah, man. And then we're going to get into some some dark Christmas stuff because why talk about the beauty and the magic of Christmas when you can talk about how fucked it is? I personally had this thought the other day. Mm. You know this elf on the shelf? Mm. I don't know what it is, but it annoys me. <laughs> well, so, I think, do you want a brief breakdown of what it is? Uh, the three of us, this is your first episode. You The three of us um, don't have children, so... Elf on the Shelf, then, is if you do have children, every morning the idea is you create some sort of scene with the elf. Right. And the children are to believe that the elf has come to life overnight and done something weird and every day. But, which is a nice thing, but because of Facebook, this has turned into competitive elf on the shelf between parents who can get their elf to do the most crazy thing for their kid. Okay. Which I think is going to lead me on to what you're about to say, is it not? What have you seen them doing? Well, just like, I've seen stupid ones where like he's banging Barbie and stuff like that. Yeah, that's dad's. Um, I was going to say bestiality. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the people that had put the elf on the shelf on the rim of the toilet and used chocolate mousse to write and make it look like the elf had been writing in shit? Something like that, yeah, yeah. I think I've seen that. But I just didn't genuinely know what it was. And I would quite happily be like sort of an anti-Santa. Mm. Go into people's houses on Christmas Eve and destroy their elves on the shelves. Kill them. Yeah, well, brutally. The thing is, elf on the shelf, I can see the magic for the kids. I, I've got I've got a girlfriend who has children and, 
I can see that you know there's some magic there for them, but it's not about honestly the Facebook thing. It's turned into parents competing. Oh look what yeah. I did for my children's elf on the shelf. Oh cock off! They're all gonna find out <laughs> it's bollocks in about two years. Anyway, um, it, yeah, it's just another craze. All right, elf on the phone. And I did think that. See, I hate shit like that. If I was in charge, what you hate magic for children? Well, why? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. Actually, magicians yeah. are creepy. Fuck the kids. Have <laughs> you seen that creepy. twist to Elf on a Shelf where it's different things? <laughs> it's different what? Sorry. Different, different things. Like, say, Elf mm. on a Shelf, it'll be like, mm. uh, I don't know. You've heard of Elf on the Shelf, his MILF on the. Here's, I don't know, here's John on your mum. It will, it will <laughs> literally be. Talking. I like them. Yeah. They're well, they're me- we like me. We're, we're fans of the meme. <laughs> do you like a meme? Well, I do like a good meme. I like a good meme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fucking meme you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so why do we hate Christmas then, basically? Well, I was going to say as thirty-something men, thirty-something-year-old men with your chat with no kids. I don't know if I'd even tell my kids Santa was real. Santa wasn't. Here real. we go then. Here's a good topic to get started. Like, you know, I, I will agree with you on that. I wouldn't. I, I, why should I? Why should I lie to them? Why yeah. should I bring them up in bullshit? Here's a good topic then. When did you find out Santa wasn't real? Can you remember the moment or the? Yeah, it was fucking horrible. I can remember. Yeah, because it was <laughs> and very. It is pretty soul destroying. It is. I just came to the realisation that he wasn't well, real. Like, tell me your... The person that you believe in the most is mm. like your parents and your family and that. Yeah. And if they're telling you that it's real, yeah, and all of a sudden. They switch on a dime. Mm-hmm. So actually, it's been bullshit the whole time. Ha ha ha! We've got you. We have kept you in this web of horrific lies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've had you. We've literally. How if I if my parents had a plan for the, you know first sort of sex in my life every time towards winter time they said there'll be no Santa. Yeah, I bet that's it. If you me. do this, there'll be no Santa. Yeah. You know it. That is kind of fucked. And um, yeah. I can remember the precise moment. My brother and I shared a room. I have two elder brothers, and the middle brother and I shared a room. And he just very casually, sort of one Christmas Eve, I was I was questioning. Yeah. I was I can't remember the exact age, but I was kind of you know putting two and two together yeah. and thinking. Hmm. And he just told me so casually. He la- he basically yeah. laughed and was like. <laughs> Santa's not real, you little dick. <laughs> I can't laugh at that. And then he just rolled over to, you know, he just, and then I lay awake that night. I remember just thinking exactly like you just said, Mike. Not just the disappointment that Santa isn't real. My parents are full of shit. Yeah. They're manipulative fucks. Yeah. But the next morning when I woke up to loads of fucking plastic crap that I got to unwrap and like look at, oh, I didn't yeah. give a shit then. Yeah, but the emotional scars run deep. Yeah, they're, they're subconscious. Well, he says sitting here with his mild alcoholism and his, and his drug habits and, you know, and no, it didn't affect me, Mike. It didn't affect me. Never just... burning Christmas. <laughs> when everyone else is out there enjoying magic and light and We're happiness. Get as drunk as we can to learn about why we hate it. But I might disappoint you, though, when I... This year, I've got a bit of Christmas spirit this year. I can't... It's, because I'm in a new relationship and it's a, but the last few years I fu- literally fucked off to Italy to spend it with my friend out there and did nothing remotely, remotely Christmassy because yeah, I just I'd love to go to a, a non-Christian mm. country during Christmas Mate, Japan they have or something mm. they where it's just it. not does it exist there? yeah you can I've still got, no you still like the Far East even the Middle East will put Christmas trees up in the malls mm. they love that shit it's, like, it's a brand 
You see though, but yeah. I might respect that monarch because they're accepting it for what it actually yeah. is. There's no design like the cloak about... and dagger shit. The yeah, ring. there's none of this. Oh, it's the birth of Jesus well, Christ. I suppose if you think of it, it's it's like the, the modern Christmas. You know, Santa presents, lights, trees, bloody bloody mm. blah, all the imagery that comes with it. It's nice, isn't it? It is tacky, but for kids, it's nice. So it's more for the kids, isn't it? Even in our very cold, sort of, you know, 30-something cynical men uh, hearts, there is something nice about wintertime, togetherness, a bit of cheer, some lights, some... The old classic film on TV, it's not quite Christmas without that film on. Ozzy Osbourne put it best. Uh, I'm quoting the great man himself. I'll ruin the quote. Ozzy said, Christmas is for alcoholics and children. Yeah. For children, it's wonderful and amazing. And if you're the parent of children, you get to get off on their joy and buzzingness. Yeah. Um, and if you're an alcoholic, you get to wake up for the next few days and it's quite socially acceptable to just start drinking. Yeah, that's um, true. Whereas it normally isn't. Um, it's almost festival rules for Christmas, isn't it? It's kind of nice. It really is. Yeah. It's kind of nice Although sometimes it's a bit annoying and uncomfortable sometimes, but it does force you as a family to at least get together once a year. At least once, yeah. Um, and I know we were sort of bemoaning before the mics came on that um, we've all, the three of us have got individual family commitments that we've got to do. And, and yeah, we might moan about it, but it, it is still nice to catch up and see, to a point. But I think our personalities, I think we're, the, I don't want to put words in your mouth, the sorts that are, looking at your watch and sort of thinking when can I start acting normal again and yeah. leave this pretense of like um, yeah. that, that, that like, falseness of it is, is yeah. obviously false well it's not necessarily false but it's like I'm not going to sit down with my family and start talking about wrestling action movies fucking alien conspiracies the how good the weed is that I've got at the moment <laughs> um, you know like, it, it's, I'm going to have to pretend to be in their world and and I have to pretend to be a normal. That's it. That's, that's the problem. And that, that, we, we're not normals, we, boys. We're the not normals. You've you hit the nail on the head. Yes. We're forced to yeah. be act like normals. Yeah. I mean, I've got to the pub Christmas Eve. Oh, no. Be normal in a, in a sort of very in like small... Sort of normal type pub. Very small, old man-ish. Ooh. Not quite old man-ish, but certainly getting there, pub. And, you know, it's like, can I carry that off anymore? How long before I start mentioning serial killers or UFOs? <laughs> this alien you know, thing, man. I'm going to bring you up with... Well, we've we got to save it. We, we got, if we talk about it now, we'll be here all night. Yeah, that's we, very we've true. We've got to do Christmas. We'll save that. There will be an emergency broadcast coming out sometime. Yeah, next week. Next, next week. Next week, we're going to record. Um, because we UFOs, have to address it. We have to address it. So, and, yeah. I, will, I will skip past that then and go on to... Because I was going to say... Over Christmas, I might ask some of my family members about this alien thing. My nephew is, uh, I think, 14 or 15. I did put it on Facebook. Did you see that post, Mike? Uh, he was being funny. He wasn't being serious, but he's a little... He's a bit I of, think, actually, I think I did, and I can't remember what the, said. Yeah, yeah he's a bit of a child prodigy. He's very intelligent. Um, his speciality is computer programming. Um, he's literally had, like, one of those raspberry board things do you know what they are he's been programming since he was like 12 anyway he we're just chatting away and he's got a great sense of humor and he goes you know how um how toast always lands butter side up and i was like well yeah. it doesn't he's like well no it does it does oh, always lands, do yeah, it always yeah. lands yeah, butter yeah, side up yeah. and he's like 
cats always land on their feet, don't they? And I was like, yes. And he's like, well, put toast, butter side up on a cat's back and just let it go and it will spin forever, infinity. <laughs> Why can't we use that? to generate power instead of nuclear power plants. The world is nuts. And I'm like, you're a 14 year old comedy genius. And I th- honestly I think- I have heard that before though. Oh, has he nicked it from somewhere? It's like Mott the Week or something. Like oh, that. well he's a 14 year old fucking charlatan and I will never speak to him again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put his Christmas re- present in the bin. You do realize that being a 14 year old child prodigy computer programmer means that in within three years you're gonna get ha- tapped up by MI5 to go and work for them. Is that going to affect the podcast adversely? We could have a man on the inside. Oh, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking he's going to... I know he's going to Although be Although we've rich. probably just ruined his chances for discussing uh, uh, this. But I was thinking... To us right now. I want to... I might make him like a sort of feature on the pod... Possibly ask him a, uh, a question. It could be, you know, a little two-minute cute little feature. Ask my genius nephew a question and see what his response is. But, um, yeah, if he doesn't make it to MI5, that'd be great. I'm hoping he can show us how to use that, the new sound thing like, over Christmas. Um, but yeah, so how are we going? We're a bit all over the place, yeah. but it's Christmas. It's a party. So right. what are we going to do? Let's, news. Let's, let's do a couple of a couple of weird news. What we got? Yeah. We haven't yeah. got we haven't got a great deal this week because it's been shit. But I like this one. Oh. Uh, the headline <laughs> from the Independent. Uh, man took large quantity of MDMA, then stole boat because the swans don't judge me. <laughs> Which, Gaz, you didn't tell us about this, mate. When did this <laughs> I just meant I identify with this man so deeply. Oh my god, I've been there, man. <laughs> they don't judge me. <laughs> Swan boat pedalos at Lake Alola in Orlando. Um, what, you said what is, could be a swan, didn't he? <laughs> is he talking about those swans? Oh, the giant yeah. pedalo swans didn't judge me. Hang on, hang on. There just just say, just say further down. Scroll there down. Are pedalos shaped like swans. There are. Oh, I've been in one. Of the listeners. Yeah, there are. But just say here. A man who stole a boat and marooned himself in a fountain <laughs> in the middle of a lake after taking MDMA suggested he did so because the swans don't judge him, police said. Officials at the Orlando Police Department in Florida said Kyle Thurston took a swan-shaped pedlar on Lake Eola e- 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 in the middle of the night, reaching the fountain where he got off the vessel and did not tie it up. The boat floated off and he was 36 year old stranded on a tiny he, island. He began screaming for help. <laughs> And after the authorities were alerted, he was eventually rescued about 4 a.m. <laughs> uh, at least he had a life vest on, though. <laughs> he's found it on the. He's wearing a life vest he found on the boat. At least they, some part of his brain kicked in and said, I've taken a lot of drugs. Right. And I need to put this life jacket on. Now, that is, see, look, that's heartwarming. That's where it, I'm going to say that's, that's this. A, that's a Christmas miracle. Right. Finally, Ben, you might not like, because we're going to. Mike. St. Bill Hicks, yeah. one of his bits, one of his biggest angers in life, he used to say, why don't we get positive drug stories? Yeah. He, yeah. And he says, it's always a man took LSD today and jumped out of a first story window. And Bill Hicks would say, well, fuck him. He was a moron. He deserves it. Yeah, I agree Finally, with that. he's got his answer. Alcohol, if this guy was drinking, purely drinking, he's dead. He's drowned. Yeah. 
This man was on MDMA ecstasy. The swan boat's on fire. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah, if he's drinking the swan boat's on fire, he's upset a gang of people and who are chasing him. He personally killed about three swans. Boys yes, boys. yeah. <laughs> like, trying to hug them. Yeah. Right? Now, this guy took MDMA, which is the, the purest form of ecstasy. Well, not purest, but it's, it's ecstasy, basically. Street name ecstasy. So he's feeling wonderfully loved up. He's feeling very good about himself, very confident. He's feeling very good about his surroundings. Everything looks beautiful to him. And he's hurt nobody. No, he's hurt And he's true. come back alive, right? This is a positive. Bill Hicks should be. Not, what's the opposite of spinning in your grave? Looking ha- down, happy. Happy in your happy. grave? Because finally, a positive drug story. This, uh, okay, an innocent pedalo floated away, but uh, to well, me, there's nothing back. bad about this story. There's no, All right, you could say he's wasted some police time, some police funds. But what were them police in Orlando going to be doing otherwise? Shooting four, black four people? 4am in the morning? Shooting yeah, do, black people? Yeah, that's that's what they've got on. Doing something racist and violent. That yeah. Allegedly, I'm joking, it's humour. And now but, he's got a criminal record for possession of a Class A drug. Yeah, well, he's well What famous. a story, though. What a yeah. story. No, but I mean, that, that's, yeah. that's what happens. Oh, he'll be treated. In America, he possibly could be doing jail time for being, having MDLA the system. Yeah. I don't know. Is that his third strike? That's yes. life. The third, do you know, my, it's mad you said that, uh, I won't say his name, because we are friends on Facebook, but my first year at uni, um, one of our roommates, well, on the halls, on the, on, oh, sorry, that was the mic, me hitting the mic with a can. Oh, uh, you're still um, used to it, are you? I'm not, no, um, on our top floor, in the halls in the first year, there's one American guy, and he was a total hippie, um, but I've talked about him before, because he was strange, because he was a hippie, but also right wing. Oh yeah, I remember you saying that, him. yeah. But um, the reason he was there in England was his father was born in England and then moved to America, so he somehow that made it easier with passports, whatever. He was on the second strike. He'd been caught with marijuana, just innocent, down an alleyway somewhere, like cause he lived out in the country, not an alleyway, like a, a country lane, just having a toke. Twice it had happened to him. So he was on the verge of the third strike. It was facing serious actual jail time. So because he had the British yeah. passport thing, he thought, well, why don't I go to college in England and then I won't get the yeah. third strike? And that, that's why he was in Aberystwyth. A guy from Little Rock... Um, fuck, uh, Little Rock was the name of the town. But there's more than one in America. Can't remember the state. Pittsburgh, possibly. Little Rock. But you gotta, he's, gotta be, he's gotta be somewhere safe. Little Rock. But the whole reason that the dude was studying in Aberystwyth mm-hmm. is to avoid the third freaking strike yeah, rule, man. It's crazy. Having been life imprisonment for stealing cookies oh. and jaywalking, no. it's a third strike. Yeah, and it's just third strike. You're out life for five years. Fuck me, that's shocking. Yeah. It's time, jail time, third strike, jail time. No matter what that offence is. Yeah. So, as much as we would like to moan about this country and all, God, we're blessed. We are. Yeah, but then again, I mean, it is. I mean, comparatively, even in Britain, blessed. you can be sent for multiple offences. If you just keep repeat mm. offending, they'll send you down. Yeah, but that, nah, that yeah, third, that's US, draconian. That third, that's the kind most of incarcerated. Yeah, it's civilians. What slave labour? It's the modern slave labour. They yeah. produce a lot of stuff. Oh, stuff I'd love. I don't they have do to produce a lot of stuff for the US military, even body armour stuff as well. Yeah, and, and like we well, say, look, we don't have the figures to hand, but like we always say, a bit of a catchphrase on the show: you, the listener, are the fact checker. Indeed. And you can Google all of this, and you can see the actual numbers of the significant con- contribution to the American economy that the fucking prison population makes. And so, obviously, it doesn't take a genius, and they're privately run, 
to know that it's in your best interest yeah. to keep them fucking populated. So it's not conspiracy it's like, theory. We're not lefty weirdos. We're not. It, it just. It just makes sense. It's factual sense. It's ah, uh, but something like one in seven black men mm. are in prison or something. That's a like that. pretty high proportion, really. It might, be, might even be like one in three. Something ridiculous. Mm. Someone will have to check that. But it's something. Listeners. So. Yeah. Back to the news. So, so this dude, I hope this wonderful MDMA adventurer legend um, is not in prison now. But this, the fact that this is a news story in America. Oh, is there more to the news? Yeah, yeah, let's oh, scroll down. Sorry, guys. Let's keep going. We tangented it in. Oh, no, charges are pending. Oh, I like that one of the tags on the official website. Wait, what website is this? The Independent? Yeah. Is MDMA. So <laughs> they, they have... And weirdly, ornithology. <laughs> <laughs> Speciality is MDMA and ornithology. Oh, fantastic! Like, I'm writing about. I'm writing a book about the effects of MDMA on swans. This is I amazing. Can, I can't imagine to be honest. Somebody being very high on ecstasy in a field somewhere, really gaining quite a lot of pleasure from just watching the birds, just realizing yeah. that oh, the patterns and the flows of life. And the, tangent again. An old uh, Jamaican guy I used to know, Percy, is dead now. God rest his soul. We were having a joint in his back garden. He was just pointing out to me, he was like, have you ever just looked at the birds like, and watched them? And I was like, oh, not really. I was young, you know. And he was talking about, he was giving every little bird a character and a story. And like, he's like, look, he's, that's his missus there, look. And that one's trying to get his missus. And look, now he's showing him that he's too hard for him to go. And like, now he's getting his mate to do it. And you're watching it, you're like, oh, they do actually. There's a whole fucking... <laughs> Watch them for ten minutes. There's Coronation Street in the sky happening with birds trust me they're all fighting over each other's women they're all showing off to each other giving it some just watch them for a bit or do you think the birds are actually more intelligent than we know and they're plotting some kind of takeover that's possible and I have considered that before it is terrifying isn't it because they are the they that's is what if they're actually engineering world events the birds they're everywhere well we don't understand their language do we exactly. but hang on am I right in thinking is it proven that dinosaurs turned to yeah. birds, or is that just what some... Is it a, a couple of species did. A couple much, of species yeah. did, yeah. It's kind of, not all of them, a lot of them. That is where they evolved to... That was their evolution to birds. Um, so, birds have a connection all the way back right through... A lot something happened on the computer then, I think it... Oh, that might a notification for me. I've got it. We follow her on Twitter. Oh, no. Oh, oh that is... That's a big sin. That, that is. is a big sin. That is... Ciao. Um, Hannah, you've just cost me like 25 million <laughs> beers because we're actually recording the podcast and I forgot to turn my phone off. We're hey. recording right now. Can I, I say a big personal you, thank you for all that you, beer? Could you say hello into the mic and then I'm going to have to love you and leave you and buy everyone like 1,200 beers. Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I forgot. I should not have answered. I should. No, I should turn my phone up. But I thought because you're ringing from Italy, it would be good for the podcast. Yeah, I'm drunk and recording. So listen, I'll <laughs> I'm sorry to all the listeners. Hannah, I'll give you a call in a bit. Ciao. Ciao, ciao, ciao. That is. I'm any, so any sorry, mic. guys. No one three told me. Days, three? That's lenient. No. Well, there's a fucking bag full of beers there, and nobody said to me, is your phone on flight mode? I it was is now. 21 episodes in. I'm expecting it to be second nature. I had to... So, look, we have a fan in Italy. 
Um, I don't know if any of that came up on the microphone, her talking, but um, yeah, so sorry guys, I'm a. And, uh, and now everyone knows what my ringtone is as well. I have no issue with that ringtone. It gives me joy every single I time. I bet it does. I'm not going to lie to I you. I bet it does. I'm Pavlovian response programmed that that music kicking in means my hero's coming and the bad guy's about to get his ass whipped. Because that's the way they program you with WWE. They, it's true. Somebody's getting it's beaten true. up. Somebody, oh, somebody's going to help him. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And that's why Hogan was never really a very successful heel. Well, some would argue he's one of the most successful heels of all time, based on how yeah. good he was as a good guy. We've lost Mike for a minute, but he's constructing a marijuana <laughs> cigarette, so we can have this discussion. Fantastic. But he, yeah, but he, you know, the fans eventually did get bored of it. They wanted him to go he, good again. And to be was, honest, yeah. That was the same in TNA as well. He started off mm-hmm. as a... He, he did the whole the heel turn in that, and it was just a bit shit, and he just... He'd lost it, but he was a bit arrogant by the time of TNA. I couldn't watch any of that. Even though he's my hero, I didn't. Couldn't. I was like, oh, I don't know what he's doing here. But the thing, yeah, what I would always he remember... He went into it, he got his daughter involved. Yeah, that's... But you can never take the memory away, which is exactly... It is true what you're saying. So, in WCW, he was a great heel. He, some could argue, the NWO was responsible for starting the kind of alternative where wrestling got more um, adult and right. a bit attitude and he was great in that little run in WCW. But then look, he went back to WWE and fought The Rock, WrestleMania 18. And I'll never forget that night. Actually, I've seen that match. No. I've seen it. It was a great match. He, w- he went into that match still wearing the black and white as Hollywood yeah, yeah. Hogan. And the belt. Don't yes. forget the belt. And The Rock was a babyface, big time babyface at the time. But the crowd, you watch that match, physically nothing that great happened. But that audience makes that match one of the greatest in history. Yeah, it does. Because they split down the middle and half of them went, no, we want, it's Hogan for fuck's sake. Yeah. We're not, he's not a bad guy. He can't be exactly like you were saying. He couldn't, they wanted him to be that good guy again so and he, badly. And he made one of the greatest Christmas films ever. Santa with muscles. <laughs> Let's, um, that one's up for debate. Well, yeah. So, so I firmly believe there are no good Christmas films. Spent? Let's oh, go away. Oh, uh, Mike's <laughs> cut us off, man. No, but I do think it's funny. I do remember the match, because half the crowd are shouting, let's go Sorry. Hogan, and half the crowd are shouting, let's... Uh, but I think Hogan took, like, three rock bottoms in a row and then got, eventually got pinned. That's the way... He, he missed the chance on the leg drop, if I remember right. Yeah, he took three rock bottoms, bro. Yeah, He's yeah. So and I, he hooked up. I do like the fact that when we both drink, yeah. <laughs> this is obviously all over the place, dear listener. But I think this is going to be fun to listen back to. Science officer Mike is uh, steering the ship. You can yeah. keep us on course. Yeah. Kind of. I'm on it's supposed to be now. my job, but fuck it, I'm off tonight. Well, exactly. I've finished work now. <laughs> yeah, we've um, <laughs> what, are we, what are we on about? Right, anyway, here we go. Oh, um, M Times Profits beg Trump to give Americans a last chance to repent before <laughs> unleashing Trumpocalypse. Oh, my God. Now, my, say to anything. <laughs> now, this is my. This, the apocalypse? Now, you see, this is my concern with this. Has he copyrighted uh, the term? <laughs> Upon reading that headline, I it's thought. It's not the apocalypse, I that's thought, fake news. I thought. Yeah, <laughs> it's this, a Trump apocalypse. This is all news. my responsibility, and this is my issue with it. Because now, that will boost his ego so fucking much, it'll encourage him to actually bloody yeah. end the world. Don't. Anyway, scroll, scroll down for me, Michael. Please. Who are these prophets, mate? They are a certain sect of American evangelical Christians believing that Donald Trump has been chosen by God to bring about the end of the world. And these people are 
number two in the White House. The White House. Yes, they are. That's how far they go up. If Trump gets impeached, he Mike Pence takes over. He represents these people effectively. So, in a way, we need to keep Trump there for at least four years. Well, that's fucked. Mm-hmm. Well, but he thinks they should have at least two, at least two end times profits, or at least two. Think the president ought to give Americans one last chance to redeem themselves before unleashing his Trumpocalypse. Can That's I nice just? Of him. Can yeah. I just check what's the actual technical definition of repent? Is that to to admit your sins before you go before God? That's right. right. And get forgiven for them more importantly. Yeah. Oh, that's so. If nobody forgives you, you're not repenting, then. Yeah, but God always forgives. Of course He does. So what the fuck's everyone bothered about for then? Well, because some people don't believe in it and they won't repent. I ain't repenting shit. If he always, <laughs> if he always forgives, why is anyone bothered? Just do what you fucking ones, want. The ones that don't ah, repent. I found a loophole. There's the catch twenty two because you have a serial killer repents before execution, yeah. is absolved of his sins, gets into yeah. heaven. He's one of God's children. That's them's the rules, baby. Them's the rules. <laughs> 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 Paul, Paul Maguire and Troy Anderson, who are co-authors of an upcoming book called Trumpocalypse, The End Times President, a battle, is, a battle against the globalist elite and the countdown to Armageddon, are trying to personally lobby Trump to declare an official call for national repentance in which Americans will be encouraged to ask God for the forgiveness of their sins. How does one go about initiating a mass nationwide repentance? So what, is Trump supposed to go on like TV and it goes on every channel? Now, I want everybody to get together, and at the same time, we're going to count to three, okay? Okay, well, I'll count. I'm the best counter. <laughs> I count better than anybody. Okay, I'm going to count one, two, three, and we're going to repent. Okay. <laughs> How does that work? You know he'd fuck it up when he has it. It's reflectance. <laughs> oh, shit. One, one two, four. He'd do it fine when he goes, um, one, two, three, and then he'd go, one, two, four, three. <laughs> oh, shit. You know he'd do it. You know we do. So how does this work? How do they? How do they envisage getting an entire country to repent at once? I don't know, but a minister. They say a quotation marks. A minister friend of ours is working with the White House and members of Congress on a congressional no, resolution that will call for this national day of repentance. Oh, end quote. Me. Anderson explained during an interview with Christian Online News, Skywatch TV. The idea is that from the Oval Office he would read the Lincoln Pro- Proclamation. Repent to American sins before God and there will be a day-long event. Oh, he'd do the repenting on behalf? He would do it all. He would read from the, uh, whatever the Lincoln proclamation is. Oh, well, that's it then. They don't have to do anything. Uh, and then they'd all, I suppose, walk around in drab clothes, not with any heating on and, you know, punish themselves for a day. And ascend to heaven? And it's then, well... The rapture, isn't it? Well, let's go scroll down the article and see if they think the world's going to end. Because he's made a very important decision for these boys. Today will no longer be known as our Independence Day. (laughs) It will be our Repentance Day. You see, the thing is, by putting is a bit geopolitical here. By saying that Israel's moving the U.S. Embassy to Jerusalem has caused a bit of a thing for these evangelicals. Because apparently, when Jerusalem is recognised as the capital of Israel, which moving the embassy to it suggests it is, 
that will hasten the end times. So yeah. Trump is now being seen as a prophet of the when end times. When Israel becomes Zion and becomes a full state, I reckon that's when it's going to happen, isn't it? Yeah, well, so moving the US embassy there, well, is Jerusalem being recognised as the capital of Israel? Yeah. It's currently split. They're basically saying it's a Christian thing again. And there we go. This is their move, obviously, isn't this it? This is their move. So this is, the, you know, and the problem is that these people, they'll press the button because they don't see a difference between this life and the next. So it's, do, it's terrifying. Genuinely, it's terrifying. I know this is, stu- it is a stupid question. I, I kind of know the answer, I think, but, I'm, you know, we're creating audio. So a genuine hardcore Christian, I don't know, there's so many different fucking types, but your basic average fucking Christian does believe then that the prophecy is the end time is coming. Oh yeah, it's a very big big industry at the minute. Even your most happy lovey-dovey. Oh, there's a lot of preppers as well, to be fair. No, but do you get what I'm saying? Like even, so... I was a prepper, but that's a totally different thing. (laughs) (laughs) Did you get what... uh, Hey? No, no, sorry, I was thinking of something else. I was thinking of fluffer. <laughs> 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 what, you were a fluffer on the porn, in the porn industry, mate? You were responsible for keeping men erect during takes. <laughs> they were dark times. <laughs> and this is why he hates the Tory government, because he had to jack off men for a living. <laughs> but namely the Tory government. No, this is quite a revelation to me, though. That, that, in a way, it's what's a prepper, Ben? A prepper is someone who. A prepper is someone who preps for the end of the world. They're an Alex Jones listener. You have a bunker. You store oh, supplies. You have weapons. You, you go you, full Alex. Yeah. You listen to Alex Jones every day for five hours, oh, shit, and you yeah. believe within three seconds that you need. He sells apparently. I mean, I've had this rant before. Sorry, I'm repeating myself, but yeah, he sells body armor, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. food I mean, that will last for twenty, freeze dried food that lasts for thirty years. For, it, it's in the man yeah, yeah. is it's an industry yeah prepping and i'm sure that they got done for does it exist with high Sorry. levels of mercury in it oh does the prepping thing exist in in, in britain i'd imagine the way it does in the states or the way we are led to believe it does. i'd imagine there are i mean even i have an apocalypse cupboard gas <laughs> i mean when i keep all the canned food i don't really like very much it's my apocalypse cupboard on that point can we pause it Mm-hmm. It's only a week in the apocalypse cupboard. Yeah. It's a Christmas yeah. episode. It's a Christmas we're episode. We're, we're back. Again. Sorry for the disjointedness, but we did say up the front. This is our Christmas party. Yeah, basically, this is our staff too. So, yeah, we'll move on. We, you, the listener, will remember what we were talking about a minute ago, but we don't. So, we're moving swiftly on to the next news story. Christmas news. <laughs> it was big news because we were talking about the. Uh, I can remember, sorry, we were talking about the um, Trumpocalypse. That's it. So basically, uh, we're all fucked. These people get in, we're all fucked. There you it. go. Next news article. <laughs> Next news article. You're not magic. You don't even have a fucking sleigh. Santa's subjected to extraordinary abusive rant in shopping centre. The angry woman called Father Christmas a fucking dickhead. And <laughs> <laughs> berated him for not having a sleigh. <laughs> that is modern Britain. That is without a doubt. Modern Britain. And I oh. bet she had a baby in her arms yeah. at the time and one in a pram. And one hanging off the handlebars of the pram. You're a fucking dickhead, Santa. You fucking prick, where's your sleigh? And she was in where Canada. Was it? Was she was in Canada. Canada. Oh, shit, sorry. I <laughs> presume she was a scouse. <laughs> oh, guys, that's completely understandable. <laughs> I thought this would have been Britain. Um, um, oh, shit, that's me. <laughs> oh, fuck. 
Um, Canada, I'm, I'm genuinely surprised, Canada, because aren't the Canadians considered to be quite friendly? Yeah, quite passive. Internationally, yeah, they're renowned, like us, as being polite. They say sorry a lot, don't they? Sorry, eh? Sorry, eh? Yeah. Um, Can I just read the, the one quote, please? Because <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Footage shows the unnamed woman screaming, You're not magic, you're not even real! <laughs> <laughs> Santa brushed it off and did not engage with the woman. <laughs> you know what? Fair play to Santa. <coughs> he took the high road. Good idea. I know you used to be green until the Coca-Cola company got hold of you, but... That's one of my conspiracies. Okay. Santa. Anagram for Satan. Yep. Hail him. Friend of the show. He was green, wasn't he? He was Satan. He was. No, no. Satan Nick. That's one of the names of Satan. Oh, shit. Old Nick. But... I was old Nick. Okay, old Nick. Yeah. Well, Santa, similar, similar. Santa was green though, wasn't so he? So was Satan, actually. Yeah, but okay, but yeah. Santa and the Coca-Cola company, they turned him red, didn't they? They Do did. You know this, right? Mm-hmm. Are the Coca-Cola company in cohorts? Are they spreading the message of Satanism, devil worship, corporate? Well, apparently worship. the logo of Coca-Cola, you can see a six-six-six. Well, <laughs> that just deepens and it. it will rot your teeth yeah. so yeah. the teeth are an offering Satan Santa red coke holidays are coming holidays yeah. are coming diabetes think what Santa's all about it's all about wanting stuff wanting gifts isn't it need 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 and you don't do anything and he says you better be good you better be nice but what, that's bollocks What? How long do, you, you only get away with that as a parent for like 24 days basically yeah. the rest of the year nobody gives a shit Santa's not there he's not a religious figure guiding you it's not um, a lifestyle choice is it it's literally like you said it's oh I'll behave myself for the next few days do what mum and dad say to get massive f- uh, not physical what's the word uh, material reward yeah right? that's it now nothing spiritual about it nothing enriching and nothing no well, it is enriching compassion in it well, no, because you're not thinking about the other people that haven't got all that. You're right. think, just thinking about uh, yeah. what you've got, aren't you? But there are... No. No, it's it's it's, they live, basically. Fill yeah. your lives with this. Where's it's the traditional Christmas um, spirit of giving to the poor and clothing the naked? Did I... <laughs> I don't like clothing the naked, <laughs> especially the women. It's actually one of the traditional things at Christmas. Clothing the naked. Well, I, I did... Clothing naked people at Christmas. Oh, it's cold, I suppose. Mm. Every day's a school day, and today I did Google age 34, why is Boxing Day called Boxing Day? And uh, I was assumed it had something to do with boxing. I honestly hadn't, I'd never contemplated boxing it before. Presents. Yeah, yeah, it was like the, 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 the church. Well, people presume, people, the common sort of urban thing, myth, not urban yeah. myth. Oh, but was it when the rich landowner cooked the meal for the service? There's, there's two of them, yeah. It's basically, the one. It, people think, oh, it's... the rich people the day after boxed up their old things and gave them out no it was the church the church boxed things up and gave them out the day after christmas and then there's the second one mike uh, where servants obviously on christmas day all day would be working uh, to keep the house running for their masters but then the day after was their day where they were given boxes of stuff basically i don't know food Leftovers, oh, they were cooked for and waited on. Oh, they actually. Oh, I yeah. didn't know that bit. I just saw it was something to do with the day. That was their day, basically. They served their masters the day before, and then. You see, even that tradition's gone. Mm. 
The rich don't even do fuck all a bunch. Yeah, a single millionaire has never come around to my to cook my dinner for me. Right, totally what a bunch it's, of guns. It's a death, but don't you think how tragic do you think? Well, it's a round, he turned up and never clothed Christmas me. dinner. They never clothed me when I was naked. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll tell you one thing. No, that was your nudist phase. One thing that does piss me off, though, like I said, I'm not the biggest Christmas fan, but I'm not a hate. Like, I've had a, f- a period in my life where it was I despised Christmas, basically. A few years of my life where, because of my own personal outlook on life at that time, Christmas was the anti of what I was feeling. You know, like, but this year, you know, I'm feeling it a little bit this year for the first time in a long time. But um, And I fucking lost my train of thought with that bollocks. Why did I start? It's only because you lumped up. Yeah, that's it. Oh, um, I don't mean that in a bad way. No, no, no. <laughs> fuck, I keep, oh, I've lost it. I've lost it, but I had a good fucking point to make about why. Experiencing technical problems. Uh, we are. Gas is really experiencing technical problems. Let's move on swiftly. Okay, right, what's one it? more news. I lost it. Oh, it'll come back. God robot. <laughs> oh. People will worship AI Messiah in way of the future religion. We already wow. do. We already do. Read it out though. Okay, it's from the Daily Star by Rachel O'Donoghue. Former Google and Uber engineer Anthony Lewandowski founded AI Bases Religion, the way of the future, so people can worship a godhead robot that is a billion times smarter than humans. Can I just say that Anton Lewandowski sounds a lot like Anton LaVey? He does a bit. He does, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, that's That makes me think that this might be bullshit. Now, if you think that... the Daily on. Star. Wait, no, actually, it's in the Daily Star. They're incredible. There's a link to the website. Can, oh, yeah. can you help me then, Mike? Oh, he's changed his name then. I think my brain might fall down an even worse hole now then because I think what I'm about to say I've already discussed, but I think on one that hasn't been released yet. So I'm talking before and after myself. Like, but I'm going to say it anyway. Remember... Sorry, listener, if you heard this story before. I can't work out where I am in our own timeline. But, <laughs> <laughs> but my friend in Italy, I have a couple of friends in Italy. I, have I mentioned that? Um, I'm so cool. Um, but one of them, we were just casually chilling. And, um, she, yeah, sure. <laughs> and uh, I needed to know something. She went, oh, ask God. And I said, what do you mean? She went, ask God. I said, what? And she's like, ask Google. Oh, she's like, call it God because it has all the answers. You, you know. She's in Italy, which is still, there's some religious things happening in Milan. The, the fucking cathedral's there and that. She's like, everyone else taught us the God. I get the real answers from the real God, Google. So I had this idea then where I thought, ooh, I'm going to invent the Church of Google. Right. But you always, if you have an idea creatively, should Google it first, ironically, to <laughs> check that somebody, because if it's a good idea, the chances are it has been already thought. Yeah. That's just the rule. So I googled it, and it's an actual thing, but not a joke thing like I meant it to be. There's actual um, college, um, you know, intellectual people theorising that Google literally passes all the check marks to qualify as a deity. Fucking hell. Think about it. So that means I can't be an atheist because I use Google. Think about it. What is God supposed? To, what answer? Present. What? Yeah. What answer yeah. can't you get yeah. from Google? Exactly. No Directions. Even I'll never be lost. I've got to get my way home from here tonight. I've never not driven. And Google's going to guide me, right? Anything I need to know, calculation wise. Yeah. Things I can't do mathematics, but with yeah. Google I can. I have. It's a day. It, yeah. And so, now think about that. What we got mm-hmm. now? Think about maybe in twenty, thirty years when we got an AI. One of them. 
yeah, that can predict everything that you like, like everything you want. You'd, so, you know, you'd have an AI robot or some kind of interface. Yeah. Have you read the Red Dwarf novel? Have you read the novels? Of Red yeah. Dwarf? Is it in Last Human where there's a gelf that is sensitive to you? It, it literally forms in front of you without you thinking about it, exactly what you want it to be. without you. And you're yeah. like, why are you being that? And she's like, well, this is what you want. And you're like, do I? Well, yeah, it knows more than you because yeah. it's in your subconscious. And like, this is what you know. This Alexa thing from Google, and just a brief. If anyone doesn't know, it's that voice-activated hub from Amazon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've been trying to work on this as a bit and uh, to write down as maybe a poem or like a little sketch or something. Where on the adverts are like Alexa, um, give me the recipe thing. for yeah, yeah. thingy. Alexa, um, can you play my favorite song? And then, Alexa, can you build a detailed consumer profile of me and every single member of my family in order to pinpoint exact psychologically programmed adverts to each and every single one of us in order to extract money from us yeah. in ever more increasingly sophisticated fucking ways? This is creepy as shit. And everyone's just like, it's so cool. It's like, oh, Alexa, play my favourite song. Fuck you, man. That is fucked. It's a bug, isn't it? Isn't it? You're linking your home to the internet. Yeah. And you could say if you've got nothing to hide, if you're one of them wankers. Yeah. But I've got nothing to hide, but I still want to protect my privacy because yeah, it's a course. basic right, isn't it? Yeah, of course. And that's not a wrong-minded way to... So I think you're mental I to mean, have one of them. If you know someone's listening, you act in a completely different way. Of course. Yeah. So if, if you're bugged 24-7, yeah, you're mm. not going to start doing things... And saying, speaking your mind, you're going to want to keep within them parameters. And if you ask it if it works for the CIA, it will not answer you. It's and not. if you say... It's been done. And look, we... It's been done, people are saying... Because obviously people have realised it's a really easy way to bug your house. Yeah. I mean, you can guarantee your internet's being fucking rooted mm. with a damn thing. Well, they've admitted to it, they've admitted to doing this. And even on a most proven. basic, simple level, just to be... The three of us sat here uh, are um, green enthusiasts shall we say yeah yeah and we all have to communicate with someone in order to get hold of it don't we yeah if fucking oh, Alexa, that, with the environment for a second we should agree enthusiasts well you know i don't <laughs> be too blatant we love <laughs> weed <laughs> right we, we used to call it a new cd but there's a, but yeah, if alexa's true. sitting there listening to every little th- it's just and, and never mind that that's the city side of your brain really that's that's the arrogant um so, oh, they're listening to my... No, it's not... Who cares if we buy £10 of marijuana? It's more... To, the sinister side to me is more building up the profile of you to sell you shit, because that is yeah. what it, it is oh, essentially yeah. going to learn your taste. It's going to have such a detail. Like you say, Mike, that IA... Uh, AI, sorry. Can only get more intelligent and in tune to us and know more about us, that it's going to manipulate us in ways where we don't know we're being manipulated. And, yeah, we're, and it's all about that dollar and separating that money from us. Yep, it's such a strange, about, yeah. sick, weird thing, but how nice is it if you don't think about it? Isn't it lovely? Yeah. But how nice would it be to have an AI that was working for good instead of evil purposes and was able mm. to control all the world's resources yeah, and funnel it to where it was needed, do all the mathematical problems that were needed to in get a completely sorted. fair mathematical yeah. is math okay maybe this is too deep for my own brain sorry but is math the, is maths the purest thing 
Apparently so. It's known as La Lingua Pura mathematics. Because it's beyond like sort of political, emotional. Yeah, yeah it's basically it's there, it's proven, there you go, bang. And it's beyond my brain. If aliens going to communicate, it's going to be in mathematics because it's pure and it's universal. And I do wish I understood it. Um, but I understand, though. What I do appreciate is I understand its importance. I'm glad that I do appreciate that I can comprehend that. My brain can get to that level to comprehend how important mass is. But then there's a whole other level of human thinking that my brain isn't really. Yeah, it, it baffles the shit out of me. Capable of. E, e, equals fine. M, e equals MC squared, all that's maths. Infinity, like, I don't understand infinity. No. All I, I know is it's, to, it's a little robberous on, on Revenge of Shinobi on the Mega Drive where you had unlimited shurikens. It was that little robberous symbol from that figure eight. Oh, boop, boop, yeah, boop, yeah. There you go. And there was bang. the cheat you could do, really simple cheat to get like unlimited shurikens. Anyway, look. These thoughts, these kinds of things, they are interesting to contemplate, but sometimes I find it's terrifying. And I'm sometimes jealous. I don't want to say, oh, I'm such a high... Like, we've literally just said, our brains go to a certain level, and we're fully aware that there are people... There are way more levels than our our brains go. There are, like, dozens of levels above us. But don't you sometimes wish you were a few dozen levels below? What, you mean we're like a film reality TV entertaining? Yes, in a peaceful way. Don't you wish that we didn't have this need? Because look, we love doing this, and this is super fun. And I love doing it, and I wouldn't change it for nothing. But the fact that we feel the need to question these things and think, sometimes wouldn't it be so much simpler if um, you could just... Not saying ignorance is bliss. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good links to our Matrix episode, Sorry for himself. Ignorance is bliss, why aren't more people happy? They are, but they are though. Happy. Yeah, they, they are eating their Gregs. Eating the Gregs. They've got their fifty-inch TV from Bright House. Mm-hmm. They're watching. I'm a celebrity. The government their, covers their fucking. Government thingy. covers the rent. There you go. They're happy, aren't they? They just consumers. And what money they do? Are they just blown? And they've got these little kids that are always going to worship them and look up to them, no matter how shitty they are and rubbish, because that's all them kids know. And like that's how they make themselves feel worthwhile by regenerating themselves. And it's just like, the cycle continues. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Man, I hate to quit. It. They're not. You know, I love this band. I loved them as a youth. Um, I haven't listened to them for years, but The Offspring had such... It was just an album track, and it's always stuck with me, because lyrically I thought, whoa. Even when I was 17, I got this. You know the one... Um, I don't even know what the song's called, but it's like, age 17... Kids aren't all right. No, no, um, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Uh, I know this is bad audio, but uh, it's like... Um, um, a drunk father... Um, a an angry father beats his kids the same old way as drunk oh, father yeah. Yeah, yeah, Down the line. Yeah, down, down the line. line. It talks about fat parents have yeah. fat kids, welfare moms have welfare. Yeah. It's, it, it's just, it, it goes down the line. It keeps going. Angry yeah. parent gets drunk, beats his kid, And yeah, you grow up. Some people break out of it, don't they? they do. A lot of people yeah. they do. I know resist a of what they've grown up with but then I think there's something so natural about imprinting and biology the way you just know it what you Social grew up around is, is, is massive mm. well, people, don't wanna, people don't want to veer away from the, from the herd that's it because once you are you become more isolated mm. you know it's great because I've always been okay being alone Um I love because I'm such a weird like mix of it cause I think I'm called an introvert extrovert I think that's the... Say new age. Uh, but Because obviously, I can't deny it, I've 
there is lots of examples of me being very extrovert, going on stage, doing things, right? But all the time that's happening on the inside, I'm fucking losing my mind. Like the the analogy of the fucking swan, you know, <laughs> on the top underneath, like, and I'm very socially anxious. People think because I'm capable of those things, there's an assumption that I'm uber confident all the time. But socially, I'm anxious as fuck, and it gets worse as I get older. Like in big groups of new people, I'm like, Ugh. but I can put on like a fake hey, and do it. I know what you mean. Throw some beers down, and like, oh, he's. And then everyone thinks, oh, he's up, he's up his head. Him. I must prefer but, being in sort of the alternative crowd because mm. they're more open-minded. Mm. You know what I mean? More. I still just find I, it's weird, introvert, extrovert. It's very strange. Like obviously, doing this now, podcast, I'm very happy sharing my yeah. deepest opinions, things. But put me in a room with some new people, I'm either gonna shrink and disappear, or down a few things and go. Well, but I think we've all, all three of us here have got a bit of that in us because obviously we're a bit tame in some ways. You know, sit back and just sort of do what we want to do and but others in other ways we're not oh what am I we're trying slaves to, to the culture as well we no, are we're probably, st- we're probably raised on the autism spectrum too in all fairness that's a bit I've always wondered about myself yeah genuinely I've, I've always <laughs> but I'm on there I've got to be, I've got, I genuinely think I've got to be, you know what, I've got to be on somewhere. I need to actually clink your drink for that one, that's um, quite possibly very true. It's to the autistic scale. Genuinely, thought thought to myself, I've got to be on there somehow, because I I think I've got weird as I've got older, I'll definitely say that. Me too. The question was, would you worship an AI god? No, I ain't worshipping Jack. We're not getting back to the fucking app. I ain't worshipping Jack, there you go. Think though, it's, it's going to have to send an army of terminators no. after me. <laughs> yeah, well, remember what I said about Google and about how our relationship with Google is. Think about now, then this might be a slight tangent, but it's try and compare ourselves now to a monk. I don't, you guys are more historically knowledgeable than me. When would a monk who was very religious be in the hills of Wales, like you know, oh, you're, you're talking going up the, to his the, chapel? The dark sort of. ages, like sort of okay. yeah, five hundred to a thousand AD kind of thing. But he's got the Bible, right? Not the well, New James that. Testament, but he's got some yeah. Bible, right? Okay, and that's where he's going for every answer he needs. Everything that pops up in his life, every dilemma, where does he go for guidance? To this book. Is there a story or a fable or something in yeah, this book? Yeah, that's what you mean. Right? What the fuck is the difference between that, between every time you and me need an answer or Mike needs an answer, we put it in fucking See, yeah. Google. Yeah, it's true. And Google true. tells us the fucking answer. Yeah. Without us knowing it, without us bowing down and wearing anything special and giving any money over, Google no is our too, fucking that's, that's God. Important. I like the no chastity Look, thing that we've got going on. We're way off the kind of, this is connected to the this news story, but seriously, Google is without, Google is our fucking church, it is our God, our life, come on. Yeah. Tell me the next time you go three yeah. days without using Google. Yeah, all right, all right, I I'm not. <laughs> What do you use instead? I use DuckDuckGo, I think it's called. But that's alright, you support Allah and we support uh, yeah. God. It's a, come Same on, it's, a, it's it's fucking that, up. And now we're going to have to fight, Mike! How many sort of bones are Oh man, that was bad. I'm strapped. <laughs> <laughs> Don't punch me, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and when 
Mike hijacked a plane and <laughs> me and Gaz are broadcasting to everything live via Skype. Everyone's entitled to their views. But, like, this, um, like you said, that to try and wrap this news story up, Mike said uh, the AI is only going to improve exponentially. So now Google's a sort of inactive, not inactive is not the word, it's not interactive. Yes. We just ask it questions and it, it's a bland thing. It will be a th- it will be a personality, won't it? That's, oh, that, God, yeah. that is suited. It will use our You're subconscious to form itself to be our exact yeah. what we want to see, and You're it will float fuck around. You put it on a fuck it at some point. Oh, I will fuck it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Leona. <laughs> ah, I said a name, but anyway, you can find it on the page. If you, anyway, but, um, yes, I will fuck the Google space ghost. <laughs> Why not? I will. Everyone will. I, I won't. I know I won't be exactly. Yeah. No one will go outside. It'll probably get into a, a clone. Mm. So it's just an empty sort of shell. And it'll model human, itself to look. You know, so it's been, it's yeah. been grown in a lab to, to mm. your specification. She's done all this before you were born, or you mm. know, before you. Do you know what I mean? And then. But then I think one of the most. So we've gone on the jokey side of. Okay, well, I'm not even joking. Google is a deity in a way. So, but then this AI, then. Did you mention something earlier, Mike? This AI. What if all cities and life is automated? Yeah. What does that look like? And how does... like? How do we get any money? We don't have money. It's called a resource-based economy. What does that mean? It means that... Res- and that's a genuine question. Yeah. Right? How do, like, uh, well, I'm not an expert on it. Can you give me a basic... I've never heard that before. So, right, no, so is that the opposite of capitalism then? Like, just give it's me a basic... Yeah, basically, um, it's about meeting people's needs. So all the sort of resources are pulled together. All the profits. No profits, no money. Mm. Everything that people need, yeah. Yeah. And it's sort of, um, it's sort of there for you to use, like a library. So people wouldn't own like garden tools. You just go. All right. You just you, you send in the post that come to you. Gotcha. So you can well, food and stuff like that. I mean. Well, food would be you'd be growing. You, just you go grow to restaurants your own stuff. and be distributed equally, and people. Would All right, so you just eat out of it. Yeah. Right? So. People want to be chefs. They don't. Nobody works in this economy. You might do sort of like minimal sort of four hours a week, uh, some kind of community work and that. Yeah. Because uh, you still need some people to do some sort of work. But well, yeah, the bins are still going to be empty, but they have robots. Be, most of it will be automated. Yeah. That's what I don't understand. Right? So yeah, well, you wouldn't need. You would, no, you wouldn't. Oh, would you? The only people you you need. Would you, the thing is, this all brings us back to the Terminator question. But. You can't let the machines control everything. I'm sorry to quote myself. Well, an AI computer would be able to do it. I know, but you still like, need a person to give yeah. the yay or nay before you get the, yeah. let the AI take that decision over. Well, it would just allocate the resources. So no, yeah, but that, you're still going to let that... You've, at some point, you've got to put that machine pattern, in. It learns a pattern of what people yeah, are in that become, city, for example, and it would just sort of... And then it will become self-aware. We all know where this goes down. Well, yeah. Has anyone got a small reserve? I did have some somewhere. But Mike, sorry, to, I hate to quote myself. Oh yeah, yeah. I hate to quote myself. But uh, to anybody listening, I did write and record in a professional studio a ninety-minute audio book called Mechafile, available at www.podbean.mechafile.com. Um, in that nice book, book, I very did sort of say as a joke, cause it's a sort of sci-fi comedy, and the very first sort of opening page, I say like, um, I try and set the scene that. All manual labour is illegal due to health and safety law. Um, robots do everything. 
apart from I think the line is something like humans basically grease the machines and do paperwork and cook food I think I thought because yeah. robots can't well, really well, cook no, you, so, you can go online now you can see robots cooking food oh fucking hell really they can perform surgery oh, now my book Jesus can they yeah wouldn't they be technically the person do you know one surgery? of the things I'm no, sorry no, I'm going to no, do no, it no, again no. I'm sorry to do it again but listen my, sorry listen get my book if you want it Um, maybe guys I'm going to ask you live on air so you're forced to do it Um. So the book's 90 minutes long and I have to pay a lot of money to keep it online every year. Can I just release it as an episode of the apocalypse? Yeah, man. One yeah, week. Yeah, and then I don't have to pay that money anymore and it will exist as an episode of uh, the podcast. We just record an intro and yeah. it saves us a week, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, oh, you got the you guys. Thank you. So, But in that book, though, I also say that there's a robot character who goes rogue, but he can't get the ang of drive of changing gears in a car because although he might be I don't explain it in detail in the book but this is my thinking behind it is that as smart as they are changing gears is a feat there's a few a feel gotcha you know there's something and you can do it as technically as you want watching the revs and then but it's something about knowing your vehicle and knowing when there's a feel to it and okay. a robot trying to do it extremely technically and He's always in the wrong. He's getting it wrong. That's who's crunching. Yeah, and that's my thing is that, yes, they can. And like you said, I was surprised you said they could cook, Mike. That's blagged me because yeah, maybe cooking, I would have thought, was maybe a bit of knowing how heavily to whisk it, you know, how you know, I'm not maybe sure there's a bit of artistry to it that they can't get. I'm not sure. I'd love to think. I want to think, guys, please. I'm not sure it's like five-star <laughs> restaurant stuff. I mean, I, I, he would have bought an egg. Well, yeah, he can fry an egg or something. Oh, okay, do. all right. Well, I'm not all right. That's better then, because I want to think. There's no way if they can start doing things that, because some of the best things about humanity are the things we can do artistically and like that, you know, no, nothing else. Right. Yeah, it yeah, is. But, uh, I suppose, but then I, I, I just don't want them being able to write symphonies and paint. That's gonna really have you not weird heard me the out. Robotic then. metal band. Oh no! Not a band of robots that play metal. Like a computer program. And they've actually composed it themselves. Oh, you don't, this no. isn't good. You don't know how to do shit like that. Don't, I've actually no. listened to it. It's 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 not great. Is that oh, but God. yeah, but they're learning. That's the yeah. problem. Yeah, they're starting. The next time, be better. Remember how our first podcast sounded? Yeah. Uh, do you know what I mean? We didn't even know we yeah. needed a microphone. So the, everything evolves and go, oh. <laughs> Shit. Alright, you know what? You, man, the robots are coming. The robots are coming. Really, right, and I, the Joe robots Rogan, are man. coming. The robots no, are coming. Man. The ro Right, anyway, let's move off of this and actually get to some of our Christmas shit. Okay. <laughs> let's have a break then. Let's, let's pause a minute and then we'll tell our tales of Christmas tragedy Wee. and demons. Merry some Christmas. more pink um, Caribbean twist. <laughs> nice plug there, Mike, you fucking love chill. We're back from uh, an extended break. <laughs> you can't tell because it's so sort of seamless in the editing. It's the we magic probably, of audio. We probably chatted shit for a good hour there. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's a Christmas party. Is that, is, That's what everyone needs to understand. This is our works do. Yeah. It's going to fuck up with the continuity because we're going to be one hour more wasted than we were in the last <laughs> A good point. So... Should I start with a, a Christmas tragedy? Because we're gonna, we, we decided that we're gonna it's have Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna have a traditional happy Christmas episode. We're gonna make you depressed as fuck. Yay! Well, <laughs> right? we're not depressed as fuck. 
But we're going to throw a bit of everything in there. Bad shit that's happened at Christmas time. That's our modus operandi. Is just basically weird shit, isn't it? Uh, that's what we're into. We're into some weird shit. So we're not going to... We could regale you with tales of, like, little Timmy lost his yeah. leg and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But let's have some fucking murder yeah. instead. We, yeah. are the pa- we are the patron saints of the totally fucked up. <laughs> So, in 1929, Christmas Day and the Lawson family murders in North Carolina. Oh. So what was happening in America in 1929? We bring you the most recent up-to-date stuff, don't we? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, fil- no seriously, no, that's just, fill me in history, boy. Like, no, that sounded... That sounded Isn't Lawson disparaging. history, boy? History, boy. <laughs> that sounded disparaging. It I is mean. called the, uh, the Lawson family murders. <laughs> What was happening in the fucking 1920s in America? 1929. Uh, was was that the, the Depression? Yeah, Great Depression was all lingering oh, on. So yeah. There was some bad yeah. shit going on in America yeah. in that time. Well, look the Wall Street crash right Was it? Well, there we go. Well, 43 well, that's year old... all I wanted. Fucking take a piss out of me. 43-year-old Charlie Lawson snapped, quietly picked up a shotgun and systematically murdered his wife and children. You know what? I've got to watch the film on this. Well, he shot five of them at close range and then bludgeoned his four-month-old daughter to death. What was oh, the no, they film just called, the Mike? They just killed the wife. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas James, isn't it? <laughs> oh, The Punisher? Yeah. The crap that was, punisher. That was the one with um, uh, John Travolta, wasn't it? Oh, the crap Punisher. Yeah. There's only one Punisher now, guys. You know yeah, that. Oh, there is only one Punisher. Basically. What, uh, John Benton. What's his real name? Ben Benthol? John Bethnal. Bethnal. Something oh, like that. Either legend. way. Basically, owned a farm. Okay, here we go. Owned a farm. The wife, the husband, and the kid. Yeah. The kid was about twelve, something like that, thirteen. And uh, they're in debt, and the w- the wife wanted to sell the farm and move on, but he wanted to stay, and the kid wanted to stay. So they both plotted to murder her, and they did, and they buried her down a well. All right, well, this this is not that. I'm sorry. Um, he basically so actually um, killed all five of his children and his wife. He then laid their bodies out on the lawn, crossed their arms, folded their arms across their chest, walked into the nearby woods and blew his brains out. Oh, man. He, what, he folded the... the he, yeah, he, them, he, fold, fo- he shot them all, he systematically murdered them all, oh, dragged yeah. them outside, laid them on the lawn, folded their arms over their chest, and then walked into the woods and blew his brains out. Was this anything to do with Santa? No, no one knows why he did it. Um, he's, but also, he sent his eldest son, Arthur, who was 14, out on an errand before he did it. Well, 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 the film I was watching, I think, was called 1929. It was based on a Stephen King book, I've just remembered. So I, maybe that was an inspiration. Maybe. Might have been. I, maybe. Believe, I believe his daughter wanted the latest Tamagotchi, and he simply could not afford <laughs> it. And, um, you know, or she wanted a Furby or something. Or, oh, man, I'm being facetious, I'm sorry. Oh, they're all making a comeback, you know. Oh, all that, all that sort hate of them. keep a digital thing alive. It's all coming back. I barely keep myself alive. Well, that's the thing. That's <laughs> the, the, the way society is today, Mike. Right? Um, we, we, people are more likely to be encouraged to keep alive a digital creature than to actually show some love and compassion oh, yeah. to any actual flesh and blood. Blood. Well, I, I am slurring a lot of words. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I read something about the, the San Francisco SPCA. What are they? Society for Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. Oh, no. Yeah, and their office building is in, in the centre of San Francisco, I imagine. Okay. And they they uh, employed security robot robots 
to patrol the office building to deter the homelessness. Oh, wow. That's very Christmassy. Yeah, that's nice, isn't well, it? Do you know why the homeless people were trying to go to the vets? To get the drugs. Drugs. <laughs> yeah. well, apparently they were, they were camping outside by the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they actually had <laughs> security droids with cats and dogs on. Yeah. Yeah, to push out the homeless. Wow. So how did it? Wh- they called on. the police, you see, because it, it it could sense. How are they these had lasers to sense what was going on around? So these droids are not like fully automated, you know? They're yeah. Like able-bodied. Well, they can get you they in a headlock. Right. Yeah, remember the one that fell in the. the yeah, the dildo, the, the book yeah. plug one that fell in the pool. Yeah. It was one of them. Well, there are two of them. Yeah, but it's got arms and it can. No arms. But it can just detect what's going on around it. It alerts the police. Oh, chase you up. Oh, right. To be fair, so didn't like, them. didn't like give him a nudge. Yeah, it might just nudge <laughs> him off. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, keep to moving, keep, keep moving. To keep be fair, moving. if we got really drunk one night and we were like going back and we were like, I don't know, trespassing somewhere, just having a laugh, like, <laughs> you know, we're going like, tipping. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and then we saw like a, an automated butt plug on wheels, like <laughs> powering towards oh, us at full speed. I, I, don't, I think we might be scared of that. I think we might no, we be like, holy shit. No, if it's coming at us like full power. Yeah, we'd run for a bit and then we think, you know. Oh, drop you... me breeches. Why are you wearing breeches? Why are you wearing drills? He's Mike's new Victorian fashion phase. He's bringing it back. He's wearing breeches yeah. and a top hat. He's just being. I'm bringing it back, just I, like Porch Monkey. I think I'd, I'm just... <laughs> if anyone, that is a Clerks 2 reference. You can't say that! Anybody listening, that is a reference to the movie yeah, Clerks 2. Uh, please Google it and, 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 and send all your complaints to Kevin Smith, the writer yeah. and director of that film. He and, that, um, so and Mike. So you should play some Mike's <laughs> <laughs> No, we need Mike's living room. Oh, yeah. It's our studio. So... Oh. Hey, do you want to hear the most twisted thing about this whole tale? Go on. Um, that Charles's brother Marion then opened the house as a tourist attraction and did quite well of it. <laughs> That's oh, not twisted. That's entrepreneurial. <laughs> no, no I respect him. Why? Because he shot his kids. <laughs> oh, what? The one who killed them opened uh, the museum. His, his, no, his sister opened the museum. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, his yeah. sister can do that. She's making the best of a tragedy. Her brother, it's not her fault. Her brother turned out to be a massive psycho fucker. And she's got every right to sort of benefit, if she can, from, in my opinion. It's very disrespectful to the memory of the dead, obviously. And the fact that his eldest son is still alive and trotting round. Them's the rules, baby. That's what Mike said earlier. Is <laughs> he a regular visitor? Ca- capitalism. I don't know. Go back to the scene of the crime. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, it's well, sick. She's not going to stay at the hotel. No. I don't, look. Oh, anyway, there's, there's our first Christmas tragedy. But it's tragic. It's tragic. <laughs> no Muppets Christmas Carol here, folks. <laughs> I fucking love that film. Never no. watched a Christmas movie of Hobbit Die Hard. Sit. Not one, honestly. Have you not, not seen any of them? Never seen Miracle on 34th Street. Never seen Street. Wonderful Life. Never seen Wonderful Life. Never seen Elf. Never seen Elf? Nope. Elf is the best film ever. Santa! I've <laughs> <laughs> um, never seen that. And I like Wolf Harrow, but I refuse to watch a Christmas movie. You're not seen Scrooged? Uh, nope, nope, never oh, seen it. I tell you, I, I may have been forced. Are you joking me? I haven't seen Scrooge. Nope. That's our generation. That's, That's what I mean. No, nope. you know what? I may have been forced. Bill Murray at the height of his powers. As yeah. a child, I probably was made to watch the um, oh, a Christmas Carol, the, the one where they filmed in Shrewsbury a bit. Yeah, 
Well, the exactly. original, black and white. No, 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 the, the one, you know, they filmed one in shoes, we didn't know it was the 80s, and... I don't know. They did, they did an 80s one, I, I was probably made to stick to that in primary school or something. Uh, but I've never voluntarily watched a Christmas movie, apart from Die Hard. Oh, damn. You're missing out, because they're so heartwarming. I mean, oh, my heart's as cold and dead as a... I know, so is mine in a way, but... <laughs> uh, it's a Wonderful Life is, is an amazing film. Some of them films, it's just... You can't help but get caught up in the... It's not a bad message. Time. That's I what mean, I mean. I mean, I know all the buying things is bollocks, all the commercialism is bollocks. We know that. But yeah. the well, family, the being, getting together, they're loving each other, that, I can get behind that. Yeah, it's all right. That's quite... <laughs> 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 That's a fucking quote from Ben. Loving each other. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all right. Do a couple of days. Overrated, if you ask me. Oh, I like having a Sunday dinner on a Monday and a Tuesday. That's quite fun. That's nice. Um, oh, I, I usually watch Zulu. Um, that's, that's, just, that's one of my Christmas films. Do you want to hear my best Christmas day ever? Come on. All right. You reenacted Zulu on the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I believe you. <laughs> I believe you. Did you think I sat with his black neighbours? <laughs> made the local homeless people to come up over the hill. <laughs> shields and stuff. <laughs> I'm sorry, but we've been doing this for six months, and the funniest thing any three of us have ever said is what might just say. You reenacted Zulu on the front. <laughs> I don't have a foot lawn, alright? It's just a driveway. Let's put that out. <laughs> if you're asking whether I build a sandbag wall, a red coat, and a pith helmet, and <laughs> shoot the homeless. What is your name, Steve? Oh, man. I know it's weird, Jamie, but. <laughs> you, you, I can picture Ben doing What? With a light. It's risk, but life size. <laughs> and your garden's fucking Spain. <laughs> Today we're going to shoot some heathens. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> bah, fucking humbug. <laughs> Boom. I'm, I'm deeply hurt by your accusations. I really am. I... <laughs> Would you be more hurt if we accused you of being like a, a kind, gentle spirit who spreads nothing but love through the cosmos. That's what I am! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I want to apologize. I have, you could tell this is the first time I've ever got really drunk while we record. I have smashed the microphone. <laughs> I've pulled the mixer off the table. <laughs> Sorry for all the bangs, dear listener. Yeah. I don't want Mike to edit them out. He hasn't got time. This is released on Sunday, so yeah. you're going to hear This is the Christmas party. This, yeah. is, this is how we sound when we get fucked up. <laughs> So what the fuck were we on? It's my best Christmas day ever, right? <laughs> oh yeah. I, I was I, I I always got my dad's Christmas day. I went there and I had my food. We watched Frankie Boyle. I think we watched all three oh, Frankie Boyle standards when we released. That's a good. Christmas that's a good day. Christmas day, right? Cleaned your musket. <laughs> <laughs> of course we went to. Not the presents of my father. No. <laughs> that's sick. What are you doing on Christmas day? <laughs> Did you clean them together? I'm not having a wank on Christmas day in the presence of my father. What do you do? I can what? see you polishing your actual music. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't being uh, in your Of course, you have to stand to attention for the Queen's speech. And your helmet. So, sorry. You're perfect. Right. It sounds perfect so far. Right. It's, it's all been good. I go home and my mother 
has um, gone to her friend's for Christmas Day. Right? So I've got the empty, it's just me and the dog. Mm-hmm. Right? It's blue at the time. And uh, I sat there, I had a big bag of weed, 12 cans of lager, yes. and I sat there and watched the Dark Knight trilogy. Oh, that's about two, six, seven hours, is Yep, that? got back in about six, went to bed about two. We should probably watch something after the. How did you feel at the end of the entire thing? I'm curious. Um, really like Batman Gins. Uh, Dark Knight is the best at the three. Um, Heath Ledger is not my favourite Joker. Jack will always be my favourite. But he's our Joker. Different characters. Yeah, they do it in different ways. Different takes on it. Exactly. Both amazing. amazing. Boom. I agree. Yeah. Um, But I'm waiting for Heath to come back on the screen. It's not so much about Batman that movie. It's about Heath. It's about Mm. the Joker. It's great. Wonderful film. And I like Two Face. I think um, what's his face? I can't remember his name. I'm talking about he plays uh, Harvey Dent. I don't know his name. Aaron either. something. Burkhart, is it? No, no, mate. Something like that. He, he used to be drunk for Pearl Jam. What? I'm on about. <laughs> but anyway, um, and, and, and but but the third one left the whole lot down. I was so. I like it. I like the third one. Oh, it's all right, but it's like. It was pants. Uh, it was pants. It, compared to the other um, two, it's shit. It's a bad ending to the trilogy. I think the problem was. That uh, Mr. Nolan. Um, and I, actually, he, I do feel a bit sorry for Christian Bale and Tom Hardy, both amazing. Certainly, Tom Hardy's an amazing actor. Christian Bale's pretty good. Tom Hardy's brilliant, but feel a bit sorry for him being in that mess in a way. That's the problem. He escalated the superhero movie with The Dark Knight because um, he made a very complicated two and a half hour movie that's a drama with that. It's an action drama. It's, Reminds me of something like Heat or like um, I don't know, a good gangster movie where like it's a long, complicated yeah. movie and it just happens to have superheroes in it. Heath Ledger's amazing in it. Uh, Christian Bale's Christian Bale, he's Batman. It great, but it elevated superhero movie. Yeah, it wasn't that was, just that was about the new level. He managed to ground it in a real world, but if you think about the ending of the Joker having those. Um, Two boat barges, right? And giving them the choice, and Batman, he has to make the choice. You know, he uses the equipment to have that view of everything, and he breaks his fox. He breaks his own code to, and the Joker's thought that's all the Joker wanted was to foot. So there's some really Batman over the edge. Yeah, there's some fucking complicated moral stories. So then, therein lies the problem. Where do you go from that? Exactly. You, you can't reproduce that. Yes. Do you just give more action? More. He tried to give more complex story, and it didn't work. The man. story where Batman has his back broken. Now. I like. See, that's from now that's, that's Nightfall. That's now, the yes. Have you ever read Night? Because both of you, I could give, uh, would love to give you both. I'm not going to exaggerate now uh, to the listener. I, um, do you have a degree in advanced Batman theory? Uh, only in the Nightfall storyline. I'm not the biggest. Uh, Actually, I've read the comic, but I've only read it a couple of times. Okay. I've re- I know, I'm familiar with it, but I'm no, not. I'm holding up to the listener. I'm holding up a cardboard box that was is a, that holds one of my microphones, and it's probably we're just what's that? Three inches or two? Well, yeah, sorry. three inches high. Um, I would say Nightfall is about that thick. Volume one, and there's three of them. It's probably an wow. inch and a half thick. It's three volumes. It's one of the most complex. It's huge. When I love, sometimes, this will make me sound very geeky, but sometimes I pick it off the shelf and hold the three volumes together, and I'm like, fuck me. Like, just admire yeah. it. It's like, it's like the Bible it's of good. comic book. 
And they You're tried... You're admiring its girth. They tried to distill that into an hour of that third movie. Fuck no. Like, yeah, it um, didn't... Um... And... Yeah, it fell really flat. Not bad. I the cinematography, and I'll stick with that film. But no, it it's no. a letdown. It's a very and that is my reason. That storyline is so complex. Batman has to because his back is broken. Train somebody else. Yeah, yeah. to be Batman. That person then, over time, becomes corrupted by the power of yeah. Batman. And starts what, what to act Azrael. And he yeah. starts to act evil, Mike. And he, he changes his costume. Oh. Yeah, and he starts to put metal things on him. And he starts to murder as the Batman. So why didn't he write this? But, exactly. And Bruce, yeah. how good of a story is this? So mm. Bruce is a cripple still yeah. in his wheelchair. And he's watching the man who he gave the mantle to, who he thought was good enough, to, the only person good enough to take on the mantle of the bat, and he's out there murdering people. So what's Bruce going to do? He has to go to extreme lengths to get fit again, to get out of the wheelchair, to go and take back the mantle yeah. of the bat. Yeah, how epic is that? Yeah. But instead, they, he's hobbled together some fucking yes, it, crap. It would have been epic. It should have been two movies or three. I even. Mean, I, yeah, he, I, I mean, he tried to fit it all into two and a half hours and no. Bane is its own movie. The bat breaking, all that. The Batman coming back as its own movie. Yeah. And the movie, the plot holes. I can let plot holes go in action movies. Of course I can, because otherwise they don't work. Yeah. The whole point is suspending disbelief. That's yeah, why yeah. I adore professional wrestling. I couldn't love it as much as I do if I wasn't capable of suspending disbelief. But it has limits. There are dramatic limits to logic in your mind that... Yeah. Walls you're living to go to go to. How the fuck does he get from when he climbs out the prison? Does he get to Gotham the next day? Yeah, yeah, that's it. And it's it's, it's he just turns up in the streets in Gotham in the same street I, as I her. I do enjoy the um, the police versus Bane's mob or mm. street battle. That's quite that's fun. cool. That's cool. I but like how that. you get there makes no logic. Oh, yeah, we it. locked I mean, all yeah. the police underground. Yeah. They're still we, alive and healthy and capable of doing but, this. But I mean, we lapped the entire police force, so the, the 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 national service, national guard, didn't come in like the. Yeah. And the, what do you think then? Because it's open ended. Well, no, actually, it's not because you see him at the end, isn't it? Yeah. Does Batman die? No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. See him, he's there with Catwoman. But how cheesy! How lame! Screenwriters. I imagine that I'll see you in a cafe. And oh, he no. says it to him, and I'll look over, and I, and I won't even recognise you, because you'd just be there with your woman and that. Yeah. How the fuck did Bruce know that was going to be the cafe that he was in? It's a bit too cutesy, a bit yeah. too... I know, a bit tying up ends. that second one, though, Ben, I'll defend that film to the... I yeah. think that is... An ex- well, I'm a bit because I thought the first one was better, personally. Hey, don't get me wrong, uh, I'm still a big fan of Michael Keaton. Why did, what is it about the first one, did you think, that... Do you I think the second like, one's a bit too boring? I like the story, not I like the the fact that he was, he, you know, he was a drunk in, in, in Chinese jail where yeah. he was like brawling in the in yeah, the prison. Okay. And then he, this man comes, starts training, builds him up, and it, it, it's. A good you story. see him going I mean, through I, all the. I do, he actually yeah. shows the behind the back yeah. how he actually got yeah, all yeah, them the skills. Okay. Yeah, 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 I yeah. do it's like perfect, a good perfect. origin story. Mm. I do like that, and that is, it's it's a really good film. Well, I, I thought the story was believable. Yeah, I I just think that key to me was like. 
gave some reality, fantasy reality to the Batman myth. Put it into a more real context. Yeah, it's not just a rich man who learns how to fight. No, how did he learn to fight? Oh, he had to go to China. China. Yeah, that's yeah. I appreciate that. No, I still prefer the second one, but I was just curious to why you. But that makes sense, definitely. So that was a mad tangent, but yeah. let so talking about demons of the night, Mike, tell us about Krampus. Oh, Christmas yeah. party. There's a segue yeah. to fucking yeah. art. Yeah. Yeah. That deserves yeah. a ching ching. Hey. Yeah. Very fucking yeah. crimbo, ching, lads. Ching, 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 ching fucking ching, ching motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, dear listener. Mm. And to all, uh, whatever. Peace and will to all fucking. Men, women, and people who identify as fucking blueberries or whatever the fuck you are. <laughs> Don't insult me. <laughs> right, come on, Mike, give us some Krampus. Yeah, Krampus, baby. Krampus us up. In folklore, Krampus is a horned, anthropomorphic, half goat, half demon who punishes and sometimes kidnaps children who've been bad at Christmas. Nice, I like his style. Well, not the kid Does he children, give them back? I like his look. Uh, I'll come on to that later. Okay, sounds ominous. He's usually brown or black, hairy, has the cloven hooves and horns of a goat, a long pointy tongue and fangs. I like his image. Yeah. I, don't, I don't agree with the kidnapping kids part, but I like his image. Who's Android? <laughs> Jokes. Friend, friend of the show, Satan. He looks like him. <laughs> so. Yeah, so basically, he's a companion of Santa Claus in several European regions, including Austria, Bavaria, Croatia, Czech Republic. Hungary, Slovakia, Slovenia, South Tyrol, and parts of northern Italy. Yeah, so all sort of the southern Germany kind of region then, and obviously northern Central Italy. Central European, yeah. Yeah, very Does he much. Like the snow. Does he like the snow? Mm. He must do. He's, yeah. he's got good hooves. He'd love the snow. He could check up their mountains at his house tomorrow. That's it. That's probably why he's got the go-tos. He's the Italian Christmas donkey. <laughs> You'll be getting a visit from Krampus, guys. <laughs> the origin is unclear. You couldn't beat Krampus, he's a fucking devil. Let's not start this. Point. He's only half demon. It's half demon, what are you? And I'm half pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kicking with a fucking gun. I'll rip his tits off. Sorry, mate. <laughs> so, can I just point out that as he's a goat, he's going to have massive hanging balls? <laughs> so you kick him in them. And target, exactly. exactly. I'll end right. put him. Yeah. Sorry, Mike, carry on. Yeah. And you can milk him after. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shout out to Luke Skywalker. That'll make sense if you've seen it. Anyway. I haven't seen it yet. No. It's not a spoiler. Continue. Yeah. Sorry, Mike. Well, you milking a goat? I've been rude. We keep. I did see something on there. Uh, that's why I said it. Mm. I saw something like that on um, Facebook. Uh, the origin is unclear. Some folklorists. Uh, Ooh. Turns professional. Yeah, have postulated it as having pre-Christian pagan origins. Probably. They love that shit. Mm. He carries chains, thought to symbolise the binding of the devil by the Christian church. Oh, they're no fun, these Christians, are they? No. No. He beats children with bundles of birch branches. Seems like a sensible punishment to me. Yeah. I don't know why that made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> this one. He has a sack on his back to carry children to either drown, <coughs> eat, or carry to hell. Wow! 
Um, oh, a yeah, that escalated quickly, yeah, didn't it? He's gone from, he gone from birching children's <laughs> bottoms to carrying them off to eat, kill, or drag to hell. Yeah. And burning the eternity yeah. hell. That's it. That's what we're taught in these, in these countries. Sorry, little Timmy, you were a bit of a cunt to your parents. Into the fire you go. Sorry, Timmy. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, uh, little Timmy's fucked. Yeah, he's burning in hell. He stole one too many pound coins. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, he robbed a Greg's probably. Yeah. Uh, I ooh, did. Oh, I had a Greg sausage roll last week that was the perfect temperature. How did it go? <laughs> it was fucking wonderful. <laughs> Genuinely, it was not too hot, not too cold. Were you grateful? I was. I, I thank Greg's Jesus. Okay. Would you like to know? Going to sound strange, than listening. But do you remember how I brought up Black Pete earlier? Yeah. Okay. Would you like to see a picture of Black Pete? It's, that's, a, that's it's a creepy. white person. It's a white person blacking up, and I'm going to okay. tell you about Black Pete now. Why is he called Black Pete? He's a companion of Saint Nicholas. Okay. Okay. And to the listener, I'm showing I'm showing them a picture of some people. This is a dude who's blacked up. Yep, blacked up, being um, okay. Like Mike never did for Halloween. So, Black Pete or Black Peter is Luxembourgish. Luxembourgish. Luxembourg. Is that a real thing? I think yeah. it is. It is, yeah. Sorry. <coughs> I can't, guys. <coughs> Try this again. Okay, he's a companion of St. Nicholas. The character first appeared in an 1850 book by Amsterdam school teacher Jan Schenkman and is commonly oh, depicted you mean as. Jan Schenkman? Schenkman. <laughs> I can do a Dutch accent, so there's a few I can do. Jan Schenkman? Uh, that's not an accent. He's commonly depicted as a black moor. And that's highlighted, so that must be a thing. About it was a, a slur for black people, black and more, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Black and more is not really one that's used nowadays, I think you're okay. It's, it's in a historical context, it's guys, okay. It's mentioned in uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Ah. I believe it is. Okay, yeah. well, traditionally, yeah. uh, Schwarte Piette, or Black Pete, is said to be black because he is a moor, uh, and I guess that's a, yeah? Uh, An Islamic dude, yeah. I'm sorry, he's a moor from Spain. Those portraying Black Pete typically put on black face makeup and colourful Renaissance attire in addition to curly wigs, red lipstick and earrings. In recent years, the character has become the subject of controversy. Oh, I wonder why. Oh, Especially terrible. in the Netherlands. Uh, the tradition. Uh, so the Black Peter character is part of the annual Feast of St. Nicholas, celebrated on the evening of the 5th of December. I'm not going to say that word because it's Scandinavian. Uh, it basically means St. Nicholas's Eve. In the Netherlands, Aruba and Curaco on the 6th of December in Belgium, when presents and accompanying sweets are distributed to the children. The characters of Black Pete appear only in the weeks before St. Nicholas's feast. First, when the saint is welcomed with a parade as he arrives in the country, brackets, generally by boat having travelled from Madrid, Spain. Fucking that's a trek, innit? Yep, the tasks of the Zvarta Pieten, Black Pete, are mostly to amuse children and to scatter Kuringatoten, Pempapapatoyen, and Stru, I sound Chinese. For those who go. Yeah. Black Pete is a thing, basically. In Holland, Santa's a fucking blacked up. Oh, it's weirdo. Yeah, and crazy Dutch with their weed and their fucking... It was crazy, sexy Dutch. It was crazy, crazy, sexy Dutch with the 
Who shut them up? Okay. So those groups we just mentioned, I've got a wet leg now. It'll dry on the way home. This year they have to help. Sarah Palin's new book, Good Tidings and Great Joy, Protecting oh the Heart of Christmas... <laughs> oh, God, this is going to be bad. ...is burning up the bestseller lists. Oh. oh, there we go. The tome recycles several religious right claims about the war on Christmas, but in typical Palin style, the hard evidence remains thinner than the dollar store wrapping paper. So the and thinner than her brain. They're, yeah. they're the majority in America, white Christians, and they still say that they're persecuted. Exactly, because they're morons. Sorry, yes. American, sorry, American listeners, yeah. we love you. Back to the article. No, I think they're listening to us, they probably know these yeah, guys are morons in all fairness. So, here we go. What's really been going on? I've been an unwilling combatant in this conflict since it was hatched by the religious right some years ago. Believe me, there's less than meets the eye. Much less. Upon even cursory examination, the religious right's quote-unquote war on Christmas claims melt faster than a snowman in a in a blaze. Ugh. I think it's a brothel. Well, it's a word that... I'm no, it's quite warm. Yeah. So, number one, they say that public schools have been banned. I, I'm not going to go through this fucking list. We get the gist. I knew nothing about this conspiracy. So, there's a, a right wing of America who think that the liberal fucking lefty, you know, pussy-ass government are trying to... They're trying to make Santa Claus... A black man with a penis grown from a head <laughs> and identifies as a unicorn. I'm very upset and I will not have it and I'm going to shoot you. It's fuck off. It's all bollocks, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's all utter shit. People being distracted and upset about things they should not be upset about, which distracts them from what's really going on. What, yeah. Who's getting blown up this week? Look at the source of this shit. Where's it come from? Seriously, this might sound... Right-wing think tanks, probably. Yeah. Of course. Mike, this might sound like a facetious question, but you are... I don't even know if I use that word, right? But you're more in tune with what's going on in the world. It's a genuine question. There must be an answer. Who got blown up where this week? Well, shit was blown up this week, wasn't it? Somewhere. It must have been. There's well, a few yeah. things going on, hasn't there? Come on, uh, stuff blows up somewhere every course, week. Of course, but we don't... But it doesn't get reported, it, does it? We don't hear it, but it, we know it. So how well, we're, we're, we're active wars in Syria. In That's Iraq, what I'm saying, yeah. Afghanistan. There must have been yeah. some uh, bad shit going on this week. Yeah. The answer in Niger now. Yeah, yeah. There must have been some bad shit going on, right? But we we haven't heard about yeah. it, have we? We don't need to. Well, yeah. we've been distra- I can't think now, as we record, what has been the major news story of this week, as we think? What, well, the, uh, I know the we deputy don't... PM had to resign because of watching up to eight hours a day of porn. Oh, is what that the major news to... Seriously, is what that... What a job you can get it, eh? No, yeah. no, this one worked out and... Uh, Dude, can we... Sorry, guys, can we stick a nail in it? Yeah. Just I, for a sec, I need I, to pee. I could do with that as yeah. well. I'll come back. Somebody finishing me, point. Alright, we're back. Okay, Hello. so we're talking about the deputy PM, weren't we? Because we're talking about the news this week. Yes. Mm. And uh, oh, yeah, I asked you to explain what's going on then. He got caught watching porn on his computer up to eight hours a day, logged into his account. What a work job! Yeah, and it, someone wrote it out, and he was getting paid £62.50 to pull his pud every day. <laughs> Taxpayers' money to pay, you know what I mean? And he's resigned. Why would you watch it on your work computer though? Eight hours a day? It's in his personal account. Maybe he really likes the storytelling. Wait, listen, no. He's a fucking government minister. He's been doing work. We paid him. I know that, but I'm just saying, how do you watch eight hours of porn a day? Lads, lads, 
He's also got a very, very fucking bad porn habit. <laughs> yeah, but you don't wank that much in a day. I've got to be careful because we don't want to touch on the subject that we're going to touch on next week. But listen, think about it. This is why I asked you before the break. I know we've pissed and all that. Remember, I asked before the break because to the listener now who this might be their first episode, I am a van driver for a living, but I do not listen to the main... I do never have the radio on. I never hear the news. I do not watch TV. You will hear Ben and Mike berate me for I haven't watched any TV I shows. Berated you. It's up to well, you. No, well, no, no, no. You I mean, the Punisher. I mean, as a, I mean, as, yeah. as t- I don't watch TV. I can I fit in uh, online stuff. But my point is, I'm not exposed to the news. Mm. I don't read newspapers. I have no fucking idea. I am blissfully, beautifully unaware because I used to be very aware. And it made me ill, and my life was less oh, quality. Of course, of course. Yeah. Because what I used to do. Look at what, um, what, it's what, a slight what, what tangent. John Stewart but, said, man, when he, he had to quit, didn't he? Mm, John Stewart retired. He's like, I just too much. Well, this is my. Yeah. I'm slight. Let me get. Basically, yeah, I used to. So I'm a driver, yeah, I'm a delivery driver all day. I used to listen to talk radio all day because I can't stand music channels. Before I discovered uh, the internet, well, I knew, I knew about podcasts, but I didn't know I could have it on the run. On yeah. my phone, so I used to listen to talk radio. It drove me insane because when I finished work, I'd go home and see my friends and start ranting and raving because I'd been so full of rage listening to other people so spout their opinions, but I can't speak back to them. That's, that's a whole. And it was making my life miserable, yeah. upset. I was thinking about how dark the world was. I felt work to be pointless. Going my job, everything. I, I was, it was a bad time in my life. And the switch, and I will sound like a hippie now, but I don't care. When I discovered that I could choose my own, because I've kept the same job, I drive. I download every night eight hours worth of podcasts. I do well, sometimes, like Monday, Sunday, I'll download. You know, I'm always stocked up. When I have got. I am never Make run out of podcasts. Chill on Sunday. Yes, and listen to uh, Hollywood Babylon on Monday. But my point is, I never <laughs> run out of podcasts. I have, there are so many good podcasts out there. I have so many of them on my um, favorites list and download automatically. That every week, my entire working week, I am able to escape mainstream fucking media right and now you guys are telling me and i've asked you what because i've noticed the alien stories and we're not going to go detail but now i asked you so what is what is the actual what are people talking and you're telling me it's a politician watching pornography yep right so the main People are, that's the main thing that people are mm-hmm. kicking off about, tweeting about, yeah. s- speculating about, writing about, journalising about, is the fact and the moralisation of a uh, politician watching pornography uh, when okay, there are fucking scan. people confirming, not people, not pissheads, not yeah. shitheads, not rednecks, not hippies, the fucking Pentagon are confirming UFOs. There are the first alien visitor to yeah, our yeah. solar system, and this is going to be an emergency broadcast next week. But I just love the fact that that is what you've told. So that's the reason I don't buy in and watch the news and all that. So I've checked back in. That's what they're concerned with, the dude watches porn. Yeah. 
Alright, eight hours is excessive, but fuck me, what the hell? There's aliens. You've got US fighter planes tracking these fucking well, things. Really You're watching the gun camera of it. Yeah, to an extent. They're locked on. But at the end of the day, oh, for fuck's sake. he's a paid official. He's meant to be employed by us to make our lives better. Oh, I get it on that and level. Don't get me wrong. Eight hours of porn a day. Eight all right. hours a day. All right, all right. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, Mike. Mike, he should be uh, reprimanded. <laughs> Mike, he should be reprimanded. Sacked. He should be sacked. He should be but fucked up. He's still an up. MP, though. It's but not, it's like, what's we shouldn't all be obsessing over it. It shouldn't be headline fucking news. There's... He said... The of thing course. said he's got an organic jacket, Mike. Yeah, of course, but, it's, oh. but, that, but who owns the news corporations? It's, it's company. Murder. And he'll and be the first one to communicate with the fucking aliens, won't he? He'll have, look, we'll never know what's going on. It's right in front of our faces. On other shit. I thought about this earlier. Yeah, that's the thing. Why are we f- so we're focused on politicians and pornos. What I'm trying to say is it's not, okay to be focused on both. Okay. Yeah, no, you're right. Okay. But I, my brain can't okay. do that. This guy... Is eight hours a day jacking off on our <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know. You know I could do I definitely could do eight times, but not eight hours. What, what's the cut-off? Once an hour? What's the cut off, yeah. guys? I could yeah. do once an hour, Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, what's yeah. the cut off? It's 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 eight hours is is not Half an hour for lunch, though, isn't it? It's <laughs> half an hour lunch and 15 minute break in the afternoon. Like every other day. Half an hour a day, I'll allow a politician. Eight hours is too much. <laughs> I know it's too <laughs> much. To be, it's, it's too much to be a minister, but it's not enough to be sacked from an MP. You know what I mean? That's, that's he's still got his job. <laughs> if everyone's watching him, he can't go to the toilet of people watching him. I bet he can't go anywhere. What are you doing? I'm fucking... <laughs> What's his name? Damien Green? Yeah. Yeah, because wanky green. <laughs> no one can wank for eight hours a day. That's bollocks, isn't it? Unless yeah. you're on speed. Hey, well, really the police hard officer came out and said it was logged on to his account. He was the only one that could have accessed it. It shows he eight wank- hours. He's of- watching porn for eight hours. He's wanking for eight yeah, hours. No. That's impossible. He's popping off one an hour, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, that's not wanking he's for enjoying, eight hours. Yeah, but he's enjoying that's the- wanking over eight hours. But he's enjoying the storyline. <laughs> There's a lot of some really detailed we'll porn up there nowadays. We'll paid an eight quid to have a wank. He's not watching any stories. Like. He's watching the stories. He wants to know how the fridge get, gets fixed. <laughs> he wants to know the sink gets unplugged. He wants to know it all, guys. He's, he's interested in the, in the character of development of these 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 actors are portraying. He's he's no. a he's a theatre fan. He must be. We're all theatre fans here. <laughs> right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring this down. Right, go right, give, give us some murder. Give us some Christmas murder. This is the Christmas episode. Yeah, exactly. Let's no, so hey. bring you some Christmas donors. <laughs> John Bonet Ramsey. You ever heard of John Bonet Ramsey? Yeah, the little girl that got yeah, locked away. Six-year-old beauty queen. And this is on. quite. This is quite sick, actually. She was like a beauty queen at six. Yeah, she was Did in she like, get every on Christmas. She was in like loads of. Co- she was a pageant. She did all the pageants. Her parents pushed her into it. She was a beauty queen. She and some it's of these very famous like, case, yeah. mate. I've seen the documentary. Yeah. Some it's of like Netflix, yeah. isn't it? Uh, probably is. Yeah, yeah. I haven't watched it. Was it dad? Dad uh, and probably a mother as well. I'm jumping ahead. So yeah, it was. Was it on Christmas though? It was. Um, yeah, yeah. It was a Christmas. Oh fuck. Uh, she disappeared on Christmas Day in 1966. Yeah, the morning the phone call, it's from... The mum makes the phone call, doesn't she? Have you heard it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. 
At least for the brief details down here, but this is probably an episode on its own because the, the police really screwed this up. Because they were a well to do family. They were, yeah, and the, the daughter was just right. I mean, they found. They found I mean, she went missing on Christmas uh, Christmas Day, 1960. Eight hours later, her body was found gagged and bound in the home's basement. Fuck. There was no evidence of sexual assault, no incriminating evidence, nothing to incriminate a forced entry. But. But. What the police did was instead of leaving the body where it was, they untied her, they ungagged her, they brought, they put something over, they brought her up to the front room, lifted, moved, they basically destroyed the entire crime scene, right? Yeah. And and then laid her out for her to be identified in the front room, and then the forensics people turned up. And didn't they find some bad shit in that? His sperm and Whoa. suitcase. DNA samples didn't match. The parents have been suspected for years. Why is the outcome of this? Cause I don't well, the killer is still at large. It's sure an unsolved case. I think it was the father. I don't it, know why well, I think that. They've always been Allegedly, suspected. Allegedly, sorry. The father especially has always been suspected. Mm. Um, but, I mean, there's, then there's this, this note that was left, sort of, Kind of implying a break in and a kidnapping, but then they found the body. But they might, but they there was no. Out, I mean, it's it's just basically the, there's no obvious motive, really, because there was no sign of sexual assault, no incriminating evidence, and the killer's still at large. Basically, no one can tie this down to anybody. Yeah. Do you know the theory I heard? You know that that so the girl in question, John Bonet. Who was how old did you say? Six years old. There's an elder brother, wasn't there? Not there was, much yeah. older. I had a theory. I've heard that he killed her by accident and yeah. recovered it. I've heard um, that. I think he was about thirteen at the yeah, time. I think it's the most plausible, in my opinion. Yeah, and they were well-to-do family. The father was a millionaire. The mother was a former beauty queen. This little girl was basically being groomed to be a more attractive version of her mother, and it's tragic because I mean. Six years old, she never actually got to be a child. She was just, you know, Mm. dolled up and shoved on a stage. Merry Christmas, everybody! (laughs) It's Christmas! Well, how about a Christmas hijacking next? (laughs) Hey, Christmas is magic, isn't it? It is. Hey, cheers, lads. You know. (laughs) So come on, Christmas dinner at the Yuletide log. I love a good Christmas dunk. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not on your chest. <laughs> uh, Christmas yeah, hijacking. Alright. That's what you ask for from your master. <laughs> Do you want to serve if you were employed? Do you want to serve of the state? What am I? <laughs> uh, it, was, it was a Christmas hijacking. Okay. Um, Christmas Eve, 1994, Air France Flight 8969 from Algeria was boarded by four men armed with machine guns, dynamite and homemade grenades. It was a two-day standoff and saw three people executed and the fate of another 220 more hanging in the balance. The hijackers were members of a violent Islamic sect. So these boys are hardcore extremists. Probably funded by the West. Possibly. And they put their guns up at us. Yeah. Oh, well, they had homemade grenades. That's something. Someone showed me how to do that. Oh, how did you make one? Anyway, come on. We've all watched Terminator 2. We had to make homemade <laughs> grenades. 
<laughs> exactly. Um, basically, oh man, that's emotional. <laughs> so yeah. Their plan was that if their demands weren't met, they were going to fly the plane to Paris and detonate it over the Eiffel Tower, which would have killed a fair few people, at least. Mm, it would. Um, but fortunately, in well, for the people of Paris, uh, French special forces stormed the plane and actually did it successfully. They killed the hijackers, saved the hostages. Oh, wow. I think so. But who were they trained by? The SAS, obviously, because they're the only force to have a... Actually, there's a Netflix film called Six Days. Watch it. It's pretty good, actually. We're the best of the best. Watch it. <laughs> Watch it. It's all right. It's good right, you for the British Army. It's got to... No, 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 no. <laughs> they don't want me. I know they don't. don't want... When we get called to fight the space war, <laughs> and all we're issued are basically is a, a flak vest and a laser pointer, we'll be fine. Uh, I'll sacrifice. If it, the space war comes, I'll do, I won't go and fight another country or another like another man. But if if the space war comes, I'll sign up. I'll be fodder. I'll be fodder. I'll die, I'll die nobly. Fodder wise, I'll be a stormtrooper for the good. The um, was it? We love it. The group measurement of the Imperial Guard. And we're not all heroes. They're basically, if we choke them with our bodies, then enough of us will survive and, mm. and win the yeah. fight. Well, the thing but, is, yeah, I don't fancy dude, that. Not everyone's a hero. Not everyone gets the Luke Skywalker, the you know, front and centre treatment. That is always one. Most of us, <laughs> most of us, are just gonna die like you know ants under the boots of oppression. We're extension troopers. Yeah, I'll, I'll go out like that against alien foes. I won't, you know, if it's human foe. Um, I hide at my mum's house. Cheers, bro. <laughs> I, I'll hide at my mum's house and read some comic books. But if some aliens come down. I'd like to think after I'm over the initial freak out. But my girlfriend did laugh at me. I was genuinely upset by the alien news, and she laughed at me. So, but anyway, that's tangent. In like, fuck, what are we on about? Murders. <laughs> yeah. Child murder was. Child murder. You <laughs> talking about aliens? And I went to aliens. So what have we got? Oh, it was a Christmas hijacking, sorry. Yeah, Christmas hijacking. Mm. Okay, what's the next one? Um, the ex- the Christmas race war <laughs> of uh, 1896. <laughs> I remember it well. <laughs> <laughs> and the white citizens of Mayfield, Kentucky basically lynched one too many black men. Oh, God. Jesus, <laughs> that's, that's the way it was written on the article, genuinely. <laughs> Merry Christmas, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> Community banded together to show, <laughs> no show a solidarity, and uh, before long, the white citizens had barricaded themselves in their homes. Everyone had got guns, they were firing at each other. And between the 23rd and 24th of December, the streets were basically a war zone. <laughs> Several people were gunned down, and it was only timely intervention by the, both sides came to the realization this could massively escalate. They stopped the fighting. There's, um, there's a cheerful message for you guys. Happy good, Merry Christmas. Uh, well, how many people died? Uh, several people were gunned down. Several. It, doesn't give a, it didn't give a exact number. Several people were gunned down. So, could be, could be, could be ten, could be twenty. Whoever was on the offensive, I mean, they were out to do. They meant that. Yeah, basically, uh, Kentucky, and that, genuinely, that was the way the article was written. I'm not being uh, racist anyway. That was the way one. They lynched one too many black men. So for some reason, there was a lynch mob about 1896. That was. Yeah. So. I can give you a, a, another gruesome murder from time. 
Ashton, Kentucky, December 24th, 1881. Robert Gibbons, a 17-year-old amputee. His sister, Fanny, 14. Fanny Craddock. <laughs> <laughs> Nasty disease. Don't, don't, don't joke about it too much, Mike, because they're going to die pretty gruesome deaths. Comes from standing too close to sink. Oh, there's Mike's a very sexist joke of the night. <laughs> and a friend, Emma Carrico, 15, were asleep in the Gibbons' home. Someone entered in the early hours, bludgeoned to death with an axe and crowbar, and set the house on fire. Oh. Uh, Neighbours found the bodies of their skulls smashed to pieces. That doesn't sound good. No. And also, uh, here's, 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 here's a little bring you down for your Merry Christmas. The town doctor found that the girls had been raped. Oh, Bloody hell, man. <laughs> you put us right down here with this <laughs> shit. Um, three men... I'm not laughing at him. It's just... <laughs> Sorry. Don't judge me. <laughs> I told you that when we, I, I said I found some pretty gruesome shit for the podcast. <laughs> you weren't joking. I wasn't joking. That, that was an attempt at humour. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> Three men were accused of the crime. George Ellis, he recanted his confession, his confession, and he was hanged by a lynch mob. <laughs> oh, good. That's all right. Yes. Uh, William Neal and George Kraft were both hung legally. Hang. Hung. Hanged. Both are acceptable, Mike. That's like a grand All right, then. There's only one way to find out. Is this a thing? Hung, hanged. You no, know, I've Googled this, Gaz. In, 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going back, going back. You had to ask God. <laughs> I had to ask God about what it was. Because yeah, when I've been I say hung. Mm-hmm. And he's just hanged, and I, I say, well, yeah, but the sentence that was issued mm-hmm. was they should be hung from the neck until okay. dead. Right. Now that's official Britain. That, well, was, that was official that... legal British doctrine. Yeah. That was the that's sentence. Hung, they're not hanged. What about the he's... past tense? No, because they were hung. No. That is the past tense. You will be hung. Is a future. It's tense. also a past tense. I've outgrabbed you, sir. They haven't. Look, either way, both are acceptable in the English language. I've Googled it, well, it's fine. I, 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 say I hung, don't trust your dubious source. I say hung, you say hanged, I say potato, you say... <laughs> <laughs> but either way, yeah. I, I joined... How, how much more was allowed to brighten this up, guys? You got more? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you've been doing all week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this shit. Yep. Wrote it up today. Fucking spent up. all week absorbing this while I've been at work. And then I think we might have to wrap up the Well, I do, can I give you two quick ones? Come on. All right. So the, um, the Asian, more, Mike? Asian Tsunami. You all remember uh, that, 2004? Mm-hmm. That was a reason on the Boxing Day Tsunami. It was a, a 9.1 to a 9.3 on the Richter scale. Mm. Uh, apparently, this is quite an interesting fact, the same amount of energy as 23,000 nuclear bombs. Fucking <laughs> That is, that's but why was it going up? And yeah, bear in mind the Richter scale only goes up to ten. Yeah, this is a nine point one to a nine point three. This is virtually fucking apocalyptic. I mean, oh, we know it's the, 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 I mean, the, the the waves were fifty feet high. I remember it was terrible. And battered everything across the Indian Ocean as far as Africa. Two hundred thirty thousand people missing or dead. Fuck. Well, Merry Christmas, <laughs> everyone. Snow is falling. You know those guys dying. You don't sing Cliff on the podcast. You know that. That's no not Cliff. Cliff. No, that's that's Shaker Stevens, bro. But either way, 
<laughs> Either way, shit. <laughs> in the reggae box. <laughs> Get the reggae box shaking. Uh, um, uh, about the 2008 Congo Christmas mask. Oh, fucking. <laughs> the Congo or the Congo? Congo. These are the Congo. No, the Congo, the Congo Christmas Massacres. Okay. Let's all do the Congo. Let's do the Congo. Mike. Let's do the Let's do the Congo. Let's do the Congo. Let's do the Congo. Let's do <laughs> you want me to chatty about that when I say that the Ugandan Lords Resistance Army went from uh, from Exodus Day on 2008 went from church to church village and village village to village slaughtering everyone they could find the reports include indicate they hacked victims to death by machetes or mutilated mutilated them yeah, by cutting I've off seen, ears or lips I've seen documentaries about it ears chop, and lips or they chop women's arms or, off they took the women's arms off and then they raped them or force them to walk into burning buildings. That's horrific. Um, and the children were dragged away as soldiers or sex slaves. 400 civilians could be as high as 620 were missing, presumed dead or is missing, and few of the perpetrators were ever brought to justice. Merry Christmas. <laughs> 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 So you don't believe me when I told you I should cruise with shit. What did you think this was going to be? What did you think? When I said, by the way, guys, got some gruesome shit for the Christmas episode. What did you think I'd found? <laughs> all right, all right. I'm going to be more Krampus there. Okay, okay, more Krampus. Light in the mood, Mike. is the son of hell. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> shit. I deliberately said that just as Gaz was taking a swig of his beer. <laughs> oh, pass me the light away. He's the son of hell in North mythology, the ruler of the underworld. Sounds a cool dude to me. Yeah. I spit the beer right <laughs> in my own face. Thank uh, you, it comes from the, the German word Krampen for claw. Okay, makes sense. Okay. Every year there's a Krampuslauf, which means Krampus run. I've seen that. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, People men, dress up in some yeah. really elaborate costumes. For that there's like smoke <laughs> billowing from their mouths and all sorts. It's amazing. I've got some pictures if you want to see them. Yeah, yeah, bang on the site, man. Yeah, and I was gonna put on Facebook. So if listeners are are listening now, if you go to the Facebook page. That cut into the bull. Yeah, see, trying to get yeah, more likes. Get a hundred likes, we may send one of you a free T-shirt and an eighties electronic game, Top Gun game, LCD and, game. Yeah. And drawing, we said, didn't we? So yeah, we're nearly there. Yeah, and leave us a review if you're there. If you like what you're hearing, or if you don't like what you're hearing, you can call me a wanker if you want. Five star reviews are welcome. Go to the Facebook page. Well, look at the photos, and we'll talk about them in order they've been uploaded. I like him. He looks so ben, a bit. Do you want to describe it? Well, he's like a bit of a fucking demon Sith Lord thing going on there, isn't there? Horns on his head. What's Lo- his? Loki red eyes, spikes on his back. He's got a tail. What's no goat's feet. Though. Though? No. Who is he? Krampus. Krampus. Oh, 
What's, oh, the guy yeah. who, who drags children to hell. Oh, he wow. looks pretty. He looks like a pretty fucking. Uh, That's the thing. That and he's got a birch stick, so he, and he's. Yeah, he's a bit campy. <laughs> he's a bit camp, actually. He's, he's like, he's, like uh, he's, holding, he's holding his birch stick under his cocked leg. He's kind of prancing. So yeah, all right. Next one. Um, he's yeah. camp. He's. He looks just, like a cock right he in looks his like, mouth. He looks like uh, twisting Santa Claus. He's a paedophile Gandalf, is what he is, <laughs> sir. That's what he is. Yeah, and this comes from the film, the 2015 film which I watched called Krampus. Right. It wasn't well, too bad. It's got a 6.2 on IMDb. 65% Rotten Tomatoes and a B- minus on Cinema Score. Oh, well, that's what... It's pretty interesting. It, it basically goes through the whole folk tale. And okay, okay, sounds good. They, in the end, he drags them down to hell, spoil it. Oh. You should have said oh, spoiler well. before you give us yeah. the ending. Well, like, never mind. <laughs> he's looks like, he looks like... He looks quite cute, actually. <laughs> he looks all right. He's like a bit of a goat, got oh. a bit of a long tongue. Yeah, I know that was a pet. Um... Yeah, Definitely, sure. yeah. yeah. Even the forked tongue. Yeah, uh, I go for that. You've got horns, you got a nice little mane going on. I could, yeah, that means a pet. Um, that one's a bit more horned, hooded Santa Claus. Yeah, in, some demonic toys. Demonic toys, yeah. It's yeah. The film again. That's not scaring me so much. Ooh, that's, that's creepy. Yeah, there's one where he's sort of sucking the soul out of the, the child. Wow, that's, and he's got the Santa suit on but horns. That's kind of cool. You can't see his face, can you? No. She looks pretty defiant, though, to be fair to her. What? She looks more hypnotised to me. Yeah, I think she looks a bit defiant. Something, something about her stance. She looks kind of hot. These are the traditional Christmas oh, cards. Oh, he's picked a child up by his ears. <laughs> this is the traditional Christmas card. And a child's wearing a sailor suit. <laughs> and he's picked up by his ears. And he's a ginge. And he's In fact, actually, I'm, I'm with Krampus on this one, because that kid's got ginger hair. <laughs> He's licking a child, child's head with his fork. This was a Christmas card. Yeah, but he's, he's torturing a ginger. And I'll what never, I'll period of history time was this? He's sort of like the uh, early 1900s and stuff. I'll, I'll oh, never, right. I'll never, tor- I'll never slate anyone for torturing a ginger. Uh, <laughs> oh, the next one. <laughs> I'm ginger sometimes. He's got a basket of children in his... Them kids, are, them kids are quite easy to escape. I think they're making the most of it. <laughs> you think they're being traumatic? Yeah, I do, yeah. <laughs> Look at that pose on the one, got their arm in the air. Uh, yeah. 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 Oh, help me. I, I could quite easily get in this basket, but I'm just going to Yeah. That one's a bit more freaky. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, he's actually murdering them. Yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think he's going to behead a... Ch- he's got a couple of children lined up for the block. <laughs> yeah. That's some dark shit. Uh, Is that Black Pete, though? Think could about be. It. Could be similar thing. It does say Krampus at the top of the image. Yeah, Gruss von Krampus. Gruss von Krampus? That was, that was camp. Oh, that one's a... That's the mask Oh, that's film. scary. Oh, that's the, from the film, is it? So it's going to... The film Krampus, obviously. Yeah, the film Krampus. And like, a, like a zombie Santa Claus with yeah. no eyes with and horns. horns yeah. And the beard. It's, yeah, zombie Santa Claus with horns and a beard. Well, I don't These like are him. traditional masks that are worn now. Oh, that's, that's demon-esque. That's yeah. like an orc, isn't it? I thought. Yeah, an orc with horns. Another orc with horns. Another Ooh. orc with horns. You know what he looks like? He looks like the, the devil out of Legend. Did everyone ever see that with... Tom Cruise in it and no, no. 1980s film no fantasy film no no 
you never seen it? So, dude. Uh, <laughs> it's like a bit like Labyrinth sort of thing, and it. Uh, okay. Not really a fan of Labyrinth. It's an okay. You're supposed to be there, aren't you? Yeah, yeah you're supposed you're to be. You're supposed to be. So, I don't like the Goonies. I like that movie. I like, I like, I don't I like, like that it. movie. I do like that movie. Short mm. round. Didn't no, like that's it. his name in. Anyway, that's a tangent. That's so, a oh, mask. it looks like a, a demon Gene that, Simmons. That <laughs> does. does look like nasty does. Gene Simmons. And yeah. Well, so, fuck kiss, apart from. I was made for you. No, the disco album, baby. You were made for loving me. Yeah. 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 So, let's <laughs> shall we try and wrap up this marathon? Alright, I'll Christmas t- session, bad boy podcast, because. I will tell you what I don't like about Christmas. Come on then. Let's do it. I, we I should finish it. with what do we all oh, love I'll and hate. I'll sorry. You must like something. I like the the family togetherness bit. That's yep. fun. That's all right. It's, I may not like them too much, but for one day we all get along, <laughs> don't we? And we're all the same. We we all mm. have things we don't like about our parents and our, our relations, and but we get on with it and we have a nice yep. little time and it's all good. That's fine. It's nice food. You know, we have nice food. I don't like the the rampant commercialism. That pisses me off. In, in Britain, we're starting to inherit traits from America. Like disguising our houses for Halloween and Christmas, mm. and you think you got these houses with all these lights and they're covering everything. You people can probably afford to live in this time. You're living in a shitty estate, and I, I see this walking around with the dog. Mine's really lucky, Bill. Yeah, so your lucky Bill's going. You're doing this just for, like, like two months. You're doing this in October. You know, no, Halloween ends, yeah. and by the fifth of fucking November, and down the alley there's homeless people. Yeah, and then, so. And I guarantee you that these people who've got all these lights up have some kind of competition with the neighbours almost. They can, barely the af- they can barely afford to live as That's it is it. and they're wasting money on that. Yeah. And they're getting themselves into debt to when their kids are PS4 and Xbox 3, uh, not 360, yeah. Xbox One. And, you know, that pisses me off. We're just suckling at the teat of these people who've got yeah. all the power anyway and we're not clever enough to realise that we're suckling at their teat. That annoys me. Yeah, the teeth's getting dry by the year. Yeah. And then, of course, <laughs> and you think, well, all right, well, but then you go, right, what was the original message? It was the Merry original Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> right? Yeah, give so, to Paul and clothe the naked. Yeah, that's great, but all that's going out the window now. And yeah. a few people go to church on Christmas Day, and, yeah. and that's about it. And the meaning all, of Christmas is no longer relevant. So let's go back. My thing is... Or wanted in this capitalist economy. Yeah, well, my thing is, let's go back to the pagan version of it, where we light a bonfire, we cook some animals, uh, we dance around in skins, and then we have a fucking orgy at the end of it. Is there going to be girls, though? Yeah, there's an orgy. Oh, thank God. Then, yeah, I need to buy them after dressing animal skin. <laughs> it can be a fake animal skin if you want. Okay. As long as it looks animal-ish. Yeah. You know. Maybe add some Santa trim, because it's December. No, 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 it's not that shit. Oh, we're well, doing away no, with that. No we're tins- have, we're yeah, have the, pagan thing. Yeah, let's do the pagan thing. Why not? Fuck it. Let's have an orgy at Christmas. <laughs> well, dear, listen. Not, not, not us, not, not us, not us. We some women round us. You know, you know, we have a bonfire. The whole town will come. Literally, whole town will come. And... Build it and they will come. Build it and they will come. <laughs> didn't say oh, the film. Face. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't watch the fucking film. You didn't say where, did you? Build it. Right? 
we'll have a bonfire, we'll cook some animals, there'll be burgers and lamb steaks and shit. We'll have either, we'll probably have fake animal fur, I don't know if we'll be killing animals to fur. You have to eat them. Eh? Are you happy to eat them? Yeah. Okay. I'm going for fur. Me too, that's all. You're going to kill them to eat them. I'm going to wear a pig skin, I'm going to wear leather, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, you can eat them for A bit kinky for a town hall, you wear leather. You kill them for food, you might as well wear their, wear their skin. Yeah, but it's a bit kinky to wear leather to a town orgy. <laughs> they wear another cow. <laughs> no, no. That's a good. Look, I'd love to wish you all a Merry Christmas. <laughs> Should we, do we have any more? Um, yeah, so either celebrate it for one of the, either admit that you're a shameless corporate whore and buy all the shit that's sucked <laughs> into your mouth, or do it for these reasons. I would personally do it for another. I just enjoy the time off at the end of the year. I, there you go, that's me. Yeah. I enjoy the time off at the end of the year. Me too, and I'm not going to lie, I've been sucked in a bit this year. A little bit of the magic's got hold of me, just because I'm in love. Blah, blah, blah. But anyway, yeah, I'm with you next year, guys. And this year, yeah, I've shown love with the commercialism of it, definitely. Oh, yeah. thousand percent. But, you know, let's try and look. bought and sold, they always bid it. Yeah. yeah. But hang on, though, before action. Should we, what's the message we want to leave our listener with in our, our, after our well, first kind, Christmas special? Well, be kind to everybody, especially the more downtrodden. You know, I'm down with that, mate. Definitely. Yeah. Be kind, be nice, be don't, questioning. Don't tell Uncle, racist Uncle Bob to shut the fuck up. We all have a racist yeah. Uncle Bob. Don't punch racist just, Uncle Bob. Just, don't just punch sit him down. Sit just him just down. sit him down and say, look, not, so not the time, Uncle Bob. You, yeah, you've, you've had Another your time. time. Try yeah. to resist those capitalist forces as much yeah. as possible. The <laughs> end of our first six months, uh, really. Yeah. So, kind of not. Thank exactly you. mathematically yeah. so if you have been listening um and there's plenty more to come and the end this that comes first here that's it but this <laughs> <that's> <laughs> and we, we come in your ears hey uh, spread it to your friends and yeah like us and spread us like sexual disease and <laughs> <laughs> what uh social media is just before we go uh code at, of the ball and the post truth apocalypse on facebook yeah. um at apocalypse bull on twitter i am uh, at Baron Von Carter on Twitter if you want to follow me although I don't do a great deal but like our Facebook page and uh, you can wear a t-shirt and a drawing and an 80s LCD game once we hit 100 likes we're pretty close now 70 something now never give the amount Mike we need to tell them we're really close (laughs) keep on liking it (laughs) (laughs) you don't give an exact number and I think fake news Boys, Merry fucking Christmas. Merry Christmas. Christmas. Don't murder anybody. Don't kill anyone. Don't do a don't do a John (laughs) Benet Ramsey or a um, or Willie Lawson. Please. Whatever his name was. Please. Peace out, guys. Uh, Free Biff Tannen. You're stealing my sign. I do. Go on, say it. Yeah. Go on, Mike. Peace out. Peace and goodwill. Peace and goodwill to all men and women. Merry Christmas. And transgenders. (laughs) Obviously. Hang on, wait, I just want to ask you. So, all this transgender shit, so we're going to get the first ever transgender Santa Claus, yeah? Right. Chanter. Yeah. Um, Pause. Good night, everybody. We can't end on that. <laughs> yeah, we can't. I haven't said goodbye yet. <laughs> That's it. I'll say stay classy over Christmas and don't buy 17 loaves of fucking bread just because the shops are shut. That wasn't terrible, Mike. Chanter. <laughs> Alright, so good night. Bye. Bye. Happy Christmas.